All right, here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, the greatest podcast in the history of mankind. I'm your host, Humble Dusty Smith, and as always, we're surrounded by 11 cats. Be nice in there. We're live on the air. So, uh, we're on the trapeze.net as always, so if the stream cuts off, it's because the cats either turn my computer off or they, like, unplug my internet, which has happened repeatedly. So if that happens, I'll be back in, like, five minutes. Just wait. That's half the fucking fun of the show. Hope you guys had a goddamn good Thanksgiving. Did you get along with your family? Did you eat some good fucking food? I did. I actually used to be a much bigger dickhead on Thanksgiving. I used to feel like the need to talk about politics and whatnot and show my ass, show everybody that I was the alpha fucking male and I was in charge of shit. Now I'm just way more chill. I just want everybody to be happy. I like brought my foot massager and let everybody have foot massages and shit. We had a good time. It was much more chill. So uh, hopefully I can be a good example of you all to be more chill on Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about somebody who's not chill on Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about some Donald Trump Jr. who uh, suggested his followers basically ruin Thanksgiving for their families so they could get copies of his books. What a fucking dickhead. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about... Uh, Jordan Peterson's new grifty website. Just when you think this motherfucker can't grift anymore, he likes up to his grifting level. Like, I'm almost like in awe of the way this guy is able to fucking grift. He's like televangelist level, right? And uh, we're going to talk a little about shoe on head. I don't even want to talk about shoe on head, but somebody sent me a clip of Vosh. Vosh. And it's so fucking unbelievably goddamn stupid and insulting to my intelligence, I have to fucking play it. So we're going to play that shit. And so anyway. May not be a lot of people tuning in tonight because it's still the holidays. Everybody's like recuperating and doing shit with their family. But we still going to have a good time anyway. You and all. You and all. You and I. We're going to rock this shit out. Let's see what you guys are saying here. You broke your tooth. Shit, man. I'm sorry to hear that, Victoria Cunningham. That sucks. Definitely not Thanksgiving about that. Uh, I bet Dusty had a lot of soy last night. I have soy every fucking day, dude. Soy's the shit. So stupid that every- the, the whole soy boy insult is the dumbest fucking thing ever. It's like you're complimenting me. Like, thank you. Thank you, you fucking moron. Yeah, corn roast, yummier than turkey. Never had it. We can't get that here. Have to maybe order that shit. Hopefully by next year, they'll expand the options for vegetarianism more. We can maybe have some corn uh, roast or whatever here. Um, how much conservative talking points did you have? Like, everybody had this idea that I was a big conservative. Like, I was a conservative over 10 years ago. But uh, I haven't been a conservative in 10 years, so I was pissed off at the DNC for how they treated Bernie during the whole Hillary thing, and so I was, like, open-minded to Donald Trump for, like, two months, but still wasn't a conservative, so it's kind of a misnomer about people about me. Um, This isn't even my final grift, I know, right? He's fucking amazing at that. Like a Pokemon character, he's undefeatable. My Thanksgiving was boring. No turkey or champagne, to be fair. I'm an Aussie. So we don't celebrate it? Yeah, well, you're in tomorrow anyway, so you fucking future motherfuckers don't deserve no goddamn Thanksgiving. Uh, eat Sam. All right, let's see what the other chat has to say. Are you friends with Dusty? Eric Farmer? Nope. Somebody asked me if I was a, a Dustin. Nope, my real name is Dusty. I am not a Dustin at all. So anyway... About to kick out the show. Before we do, let's talk about the Patreon. Patreon.com, which is podcast. We're up to $998. Woohoo! Had a little bit of jump recently. Uh, I want to really thank you, 124 patrons that are supporting the show. God damn it. You guys mean so much to me. And we do a lot of good work with the fucking money here. Most of the money, as you already know, 
goes to the Humanist Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary, where I rescue dogs and kittens that are about to be put down or killed by pit bulls or whatever. We give them forever homes. They're happy as shit. So happy they literally shit on me live on air, which I just put a little short clip up of on. And uh, you'll see them from time to time as the show goes on. So if you guys want to support the show, even a dollar or two a month helps. Whatever you can afford, it charges you by the month, and it really helps, you know, uh, support what we do here. Really appreciate it. Also, we have t-shirts on Teesprings. Got all these fucking cool podcast shirts. Need to make me some more, but we got these up for now, so. Please support the show. And I got my first picture somebody sent me. And this is my new best friend, uh, Parker. Bought a t-shirt, and he's rocking it. Hell yeah, caught the dust of podcast. Look good, Parker. Really appreciate that. You fucking rock, man. Thanks for supporting the show. And if you guys uh take a picture of yourself in my podcast t-shirts, I will feature you on my show. And uh, you can see your beautiful face on my podcast for the rest of mankind. So for history, you will be immoral. So moralize yourself with some fucking t-shirts and whatnot and all that good fucking bullshit. And uh, as always... Easiest way to support the show, Super Chats. Live of the show, Super Chats. I read all the Super Chats. So if you want to see my question, uh, or your question, read by me and answered by me, and then you want to stump me, or you want to insult me, or you want to whatever the fuck you want to do, just do it. Super Chats. And uh, Ann Aspatch, always the first to Super Chat me. Really love me some Ann Aspatch. Always nervous about these cats, man. It's really hard to do this show. i got to concentrate because I'm fucking producing this show at the same time. I'm trying to fucking run the show and... Cats fucking everywhere. I'm worried they're going to pull the internet connection out, so i got to keep track of it over here to make sure that when it goes dead, I know immediately. Know that fucking shit's going to happen. Hey, thank you, that ass badge. Breaking Bat 094. Happen to be live or not? Hell yeah. Thank you, Breaking Bat. Appreciate you joining live. And So anyway, you guys know how Super Chat works. It's a little like a dollar sign down there you can click on. It's like tipping me. It's like I'm busking you live on the street, and I'm begging you for money because I'm entertaining you for free. And you're like, hey, here's money for the cats. I'm like, fuck yeah. I will use that for the cats. So anyway, that's how you support the show. Enough e-begging. Guess we'll go ahead and get the fuck into the show. Uh, so anyway, Jordan Peterson has launched his new website, and it's basically uh, his answer to Patreon slash Twitter. Because, you know, goddamn liberals are censoring all the conservatives, and Jordan Peterson is a giant free speech warrior, even though he's threatening to sue multiple people for criticizing him and whatnot. And even though they're not really for free speech, it's just part of their fucking grift. They use this whole free speech narrative to fool people into believing, oh my God, they're free speech warriors. Let's support them. And they do it to make tons of money. So anyway, Right Wing Watch says, Think Spot might be Jordan Peterson's best grift yet. And man, this shit's fucking amazing. Seriously. Like, I'm almost fucking impressed with how good Jordan Peterson is at grifting. Like somebody said earlier, you haven't seen the final form of Jordan Peterson's grift. That's dead on, man. It's like insane. Like, this dude can never get enough fucking money. He makes like, what, $15 million a year just from his book sales alone and tons more off his donations and shit. It's just never a fuck enough for this guy. It's crazy. But this is how these mentally ill hoarders are. They can never have a bigger house or more bathrooms or a bigger boat or whatever, so they have to continuously grift. This is the same guy that has the uh, business school that was supposedly, allegedly, uh, the business school was going to go under. And so they made a deal with Jordan Peterson to advertise their school and then they started, they used to charge people like $30,000 a year. And so they upped it to $60,000 a year when Jordan Peterson started advertising again. And they started kicking people out who asked too many questions. Like, what the fuck did Jordan Peterson have to do with the business school? He's a psychology professor. He's not a fucking business professor. It's just all bullshit, grifting bullshit. Anyway, so his new website, holy shit, dude. 
So first, him and Dave Rubin, they took donations for this website, right? So they are so they, they, they started fucking grifting this website from the very beginning. They are already making tons of money off this website by, you know, asking for donations. No telling how many fucking millions they got from their fucking fans to build this website to begin with. And so the website goes up and the entire thing is pay to play. Like literally, you have to pay to post and you have to pay to read the post. You have to pay regardless of what the fuck you do on this site. It's incredible, man. And um, so we're going to get into that a little bit. Uh, this guy wrote an article. He got invited to the beta testing of it. And so he wrote an article for Gizmodo called, Jordan Peterson, sir, Mr. Sir, Dad, sir, please return my $10. So I thought I'd read this article, a little bit of it. So anyway, basically, um, he signed up for the website and he wanted to kind of check it out. And it promised him that he wouldn't be charged until January 1st of 2020. $10. So he's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll cancel, you know, and I'm, I'll sign up for the $10 just to get past all your paywalls and shit to see what the fuck this site has to offer. And it charged him a fuck immediately because, of course, it did because it's Jordan fucking Peterson, you know. Con's got a con, right? Show's still going. Yep, show's still live. Good. So, uh. He starts going on the website, and here's the hilarious thing about this website. Like, it's it's doomed. Like, he had to know that it's doomed from the very beginning, because what they're going to do is, he's going to promise, like, it's already promised, it's anti-censorship, pro-free speech website. And so, exactly what's going to happen is what you expect. They're going to have Nazis on there. They're going to have white supremacists on there, like Jeff Garepe and, and shit. And then, exactly the same thing that's happened as all these other platforms, like Gab and Patreon and whatnot, He's going to get his uh, his credit card billing pulled because credit card companies who process credit card billing don't don't have anything to do with Nazi websites or white supremacy. And so Jordan Peterson is going to run into one or two problems. He's going to have to censor the white supremacists who are going to use his website to uh, fuel and spread white supremacy, which is against completely against what he claims the website's whole purpose is. Or they're going to lose their credit card billing and it, the whole website is going to be defunct, right? Because the entire thing is behind paywalls. The entire thing is about your credit card, right? So uh, the crazy thing is, man, you got to pay for every fucking thing, right? You got to pay to uh, to even post. I think it's like $2.50 a month for even one post. And then to even read the post these people make. It, it, this is like the equivalent of uh, having to pay to read somebody's Twitter post, right? So... He is the top tier. To even read his fucking post on this website, you got to pay $120 a year just to read his fucking post. Like, holy shit. Like, how does this motherfucker still have support? Don't you guys ever get tired of fucking being grifted by this guy? This multi-millionaire expecting you to pay $120 just to read his fucking post. And I was really disappointed to see David Pakman on this website. Come on, David. What are you doing on there, man? You really need the money that bad? Like, I respect David Pacman, but I don't respect this fucking move. You gotta goddamn know by now that Jordan Peterson got famous by lying about Bill C-16, which caused more hatred towards trans people than probably anybody in our lifetime, right? And not to, not to mention the misogyny he spread about women, wearing makeup in the workplace, not, just everything, right? Why are you associated with this evil motherfucker? Why are you helping promote and signal boost for this grifting asshole, David Pacman? Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you're, I, I want to say you're better than this, but I guess you're not. And pretty much everybody else on the website is uh, just right-wing grifters, like you would expect. Sorry, God of ACOD. And I even think uh, he has his daughter on the website that you have to pay $70 a year just to read her shit. 
her bullshit meat eating diet or whatever the fuck she has. So, uh, the second option, contributor plus Patreon, is more obvious based on Patreon. It allows users to pay to follow a specific contributor on the side. Clicking it brings up a list of seven pre-selected contributors who charge for access to exclusive content, such as live Q&As, newsletters, annotations, and subscriber-only events. This section features Peterson's feed at the supposedly low, low price of $120 a year, also billed up front. That's half off regular price. What a fucking deal. I know. What a goddamn deal. You could be paying $240 for this bullshit that you can see for free everywhere goddamn else. But So anyway, the funny thing about this website is they ban memes. So this is supposed to be a website that's about free expression. And if you know anything about like the, the new generation, like memes is one of the main ways they express themselves now. One of the main ways they get ideas across. And of course, memes are all a part of posting like charts and diagrams. You can't do any of that on this fucking website. This free speech, free expression website. So it's not really free speech, free expression. Like what you can say and what you can do is limited already on there. It's just bullshit. You know, it's just the pretense of free speech, free expression in order to grift their followers who believe that Jordan Peterson is a free speech lawyer, which, you know, he's not. It's just bullshit. But hilarious already doomed fucking website. And I don't know if this guy's ever going to get his fucking money back. Uh, I, I doubt it very much. Um, apparently there's like this long tutorial you have to go through and at the end of the tutorial, they kind of want to force you to post on Jordan Peterson's, uh, I guess a, a post about one of his podcasts. Uh, but of course you have to post more than 25 characters. So it's, uh, you know, so much for whatever the free expression you want to be is it's free expression within limits. There's rules to the free expression. Of course they have a, a form that you can be a part of. That has a awesome post like SJWs are chauvinistic white supremacists. I know, aren't we? I'm such a fucking white supremacist chauvinist. All about the fucking white supremacist chauvinism, aren't I? And let's see what else they got on here. A Sunday sermon inspired by Jordan Peterson's Bible lectures. Well, I'm not surprised. You know, Kanye West doing the new grift. I'm not surprised he's learning his grifting techniques from Jordan Peterson. That's the master, right? Free speech just ended in Canada. I know, didn't it? Just fear-mongering and not very many comments. I don't think the site is doing very well because, like, surely people are tired of having to pay for everything, right? No, no one wants to pay for a, a basically a Twitter knockoff where there are not even a lot of people on there posting. I mean, I guess some people do, but surely not very many people are, are wanting to do that. So anyway, I don't know, folks. I don't think this guy's going to get his money back. I feel sorry for him, but I, I guess it's... Uh, it was worth it to write this fucking article about this grifting bullshit. Can't believe this is real. Can't believe conservatives are this fucking gullible. But yes, I can. Yes, I can. I mean, that's it, par for the course. These are the same people that support televangelists. They love, love fucking being lied to and grifted on. You know, they eat that shit up. So anyway, I guess that's all I want to talk about, Jordan Peterson. What do we think? You guys going to sign up for some Think Spot? You guys going to become a... Uh, Jordan Peterson, premier members, so you can get exclusive content. Think of how many SJWs you're going to trigger. Don't you want to trigger the SJWs by giving this millionaire more fucking money? Sure you do. It's all the fucking rage. You're sure going to show me about giving Jordan Peterson money. I've learned my lesson. So what you guys have to say. Jordan Peterson is a textbook authoritarian. True that. Totally agree. Uh, yeah, he constantly whines about money. Uh, I don't know. I guess Jordan Peterson and me. Probably both. Um, please buy Dusty's Love. Hell yeah. 
Buy my love on Patreon. My, my, uh, not Patreon. Both, I guess. But on my Super Chats. Goes to a good cause. I don't know which time I dusty. This website is amazing. Hells yeah. And I heard it's not even, uh, they say that it, the password, it's like impenetrable by hackers because they have impenetrable passwords. But like, they also say that after you set the password, you go in there and change it to whatever you want to, like the word password. So it's not impenetrable to hackers. Not very well done. And I wonder how much money he already collected ahead of time to make this grifting ass website. Just grift, grift, grift all day long. Grift, grift, grift. While I sing this song, uh, remember to share your friends. Yep. Definitely like the video. If you guys haven't liked the video, like the video all fucking ready. Why haven't you liked the video already? God damn it. Should be automatic by now. Just like the fucking video because that's all goddamn YouTube cares about. Engagement, engagement, engagement. So either like it or dislike it. What the fuck ever. Who gives a shit? Um, all right, let's read the super chats. Then we'll move on. Super chats, super chats. Using the 2019 federal income tax bracket, if Bob has a taxable income of $40,500, how much does he owe in federal income tax? I'm going to guess he's going to owe about five grand. That will be my guess off the top of my head. Maybe five to seven grand. How did I do? I don't know. Are you an accountant, Ariel Fernandez? Maybe you can tell me. Uh, Breaking Bat? I love limited free expression. I know, right? It's so free. So, your free your expression is so free. As long as it's in the bounds of acceptability, it's totally free. Harrison Darby, 299. Any opinion on the UK election, Dusty? Uh, not really. I think Jeremy Corman is definitely like the best dude, right? He seems like a pretty good dude. He's like your version of Bernie Sanders. So uh, vote that guy, in my opinion. Mad Maximus 5 CHF. I don't know what a CHF is, but thank you. How's it going with you, Mad Maximus? I'm doing pretty good. And Lane Magnus says, Worship cats for the cats and the dogs. Boxers are the best. I don't have no boxers. Uh, I wear boxer briefs, but I don't have no boxer dogs because all my dogs are mutts and shit because the rescues. But I appreciate that, Lane Magnus. You rock. Pacman speaks too slowly for me. I don't know, like... I like all these, the podcasts, I like these, some of these lefty podcasts or whatever, but I don't think they're very entertaining to me. Like, I prefer kind of my show. I know that's like, I know that's arrogant to say, and I'm conceited and unhumble and whatnot, but at least I talk fast and I like have 50 fucking topics and I go from topic, topic, topic. I try to keep that shit moving, but you know, they're more popular than I am. So clearly they know what the fuck they're doing and I don't. So, uh, good on them. Sorry, it was Seder. Pacman is a bore. Seder, yes, Sam Seder's pretty good. We got to talk about Sam Seder a little bit more later. Uh, apparently, uh, I hear a cat's playing in the room. Apparently, Sam Harris, and I think it was Eric Weinstein, were on uh, the podcast together, and they were basically making fun of you kitties zooming around, zoom, zoom, zoomies. They were calling Sam Seder like uh, unhinged, and basically they were canceling, canceling, canceling. They were canceling Sam Seder talking trash about him, even though they're both fucking chicken shit to debate him. And they were trying to make excuses on why they were too chicken shit to debate him. They were like, he doesn't argue in good faith. Boy, shit, he argues in a lot better faith than you motherfuckers. You cowardly, cowardly custards can't cut the mustard. So we're going to play that clip a little bit later. And uh, Dusty refers America first with Nick Fluentes. I know, right? I'm all about the America first with Booger Eat Nick. You know me. Hell yeah, Kai-Cast is the best cast. Yes, Kai-Cast mixed with Cat-Cast. I got to continuously check over there to make sure the live stream's still going because I know 
Behind the green screen is my fucking internet connection. I know they're going to unplug that shit because they do it all the fucking time, little assholes. So like I said, if it, con- if it disconnects, just wait five minutes. Chat amongst yourselves. I will fucking be back. Dusty, do you take something to be this hyper? Hell no. I drink a little coffee. But uh, usually I smoke a lot of weed and I sleep a lot. So not really this hyper. But like when the camera's on, I can turn that shit on in a heartbeat. Rail shit off the top of my head. Because I got it like that. Call to Dusty. You were going to talk about Voss and shoe on hand. I had a video to share about a guy calling into Pac-Man show. How she radicalized him to the art right. Yeah, I played that on my show not long ago. And yes, we're going to talk about Vosh. And shoe on head. I don't even like, I'm even sick of talking about shoe on head, but somebody sent me that fucking clip of Vosh, and holy shit, it's so stupid. Like, what the fuck is wrong with Vosh? Like, I actually like Vosh for the most part. What the fuck you guys do? I like Vosh for the most part. Like, I think Vosh, you know, I, I think he's on the right path for the most part. But when it comes to shoe, he's just so arrogant. His ego is so huge, and it's so stupid. It's like insulting to the intelligence is so fucking stupid. So we're going to take a look at that later and uh, play that fucking clip somebody sent me. Yeah, if it disconnects Spam Kitty. Yeah, they call Sam Cedar a psychopath. That's what they called him. He called Sam Cedar a psychopath. What the fuck? What cowards, man. So fucking goddamn cowardly. All right, let's move on with the show. Uh, what we got up next? Next, we're going to talk about some Donald Trump Jr. These are the people running the fucking country right now, folks. Trump's son is calling on Trump voters to ruin Thanksgiving dinner in order to help him sell more books. This is what you get when you vote Republican. Hate, spite, anti-family, and un-American. Remember November, exactly. They're, they're all about dividing. Dividing so they can make more money. The most disgusting human beings on the planet. Basically asking you to fucking ruin Thanksgiving for your fucking family. Trigger a liberal Thanksgiving. Oh, trigger. Are you going to trigger somebody? Just, they're... They're like 13. These motherfuckers running the country are children. Have some fun and talk politics at the Thanksgiving table. Best pick vid of something someone triggered, maybe with my book, wins a signed copy of Triggered and a MAGA hat. Like, who wants that fucking shit? Like, I heard the DNC and, and Turning Points USA has had to buy tons of their fucking goddamn books to, uh... What they do is they buy tons of books Here's a here, here's where it says that they buy fucking tons of his books, so he gets on the uh, the bestseller list, and they basically have these books like boxes just stacked up that they have to give a fucking way to people that don't even fucking want them. And so when they show up on the uh, top seller list, that makes other people actually buy them kind of legitimately. So pretty much all the legitimate sales they have come from illegitimate means by them inflating their sales numbers. This is how the the grip works. Um, and uh, but look at this fucking asshole. Here's him on uh, Instagram. Her, can you please lay off the politics for the holidays? My liberal parents are really easily offended. Just bring them some Christmas ornaments or something. Me, I got you, babe. (laughs) I don't give a shit about your feelings or being respectful to your parents. I want to trigger everybody because I'm such a fucking dipshit asshole. Are you triggered? I mean, just God damn it. How are these people in charge? I mean, this is why America is not a great country. No great country would have ever elected these motherfuckers to be in charge of fucking anything. It's just goddamn sad. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about your feelings. I don't give a fuck about being respectful to anybody. I just want to make everybody mad. <laughs> it's just so cringe in every fucking way, man. But anyway, the good news is, is like when he did this, he did get like 10,000 likes, which is sad. But... 
If you read through the comments, almost everybody is shitting on him. And I thought I'd read some of these comments because, uh, you know, it, it's actually heartening to read some of them. Desperation is sick. Um, I'm, all, I'm always amazed that someone who has lived in the lap of luxury all his life never went cold, hungry, missed rent, or had to forego medical care is such a shitty, unhappy person. Never a post about his kids, charity, sports, kindness, pets, just mean, bow, and grift every day. And that's what they're all about, man. They're, they're miserable assholes who just want more money. That's, that's like the, what they live for. They wake up thinking about their bank account. How can I make more money today? And yep, this is basically what his book is. Daddy, please love me. How everything I do is trying to earn my father's love. And the crazy part of his book is literally uh, called Trigger, How the Left Thrives on Hates and Wants to Silence Us. Somebody that's telling you to try to ruin Thanksgiving for your family has a book called How the Left Thrives on Hate. The hypocrisy, man, it's just so fucking insane all the time with these people. So you are encouraging fights and arguments at the Thanksgiving dinner table? Come the day when your dad is no longer in power, a lot of karma is going to be served up on your plate. I hope so. I hope jail time are in order for these motherfuckers. Um, let me scroll through here. Look for uh, my real-life fake husband, Cody Johnson, was on her somewhere, if I can find him. I don't see him anywhere. But anyway, they're pretty much all fucking shitting on him. And the good thing is the only person I saw that even tried to do this and sugar their family was someone that said they would place their family pictures with pictures of Trump and his family. Which, you know, what an amazing human being you are. I'm sure your family loves you. I, I, I love my family so much that I'm going to replace pictures of you with Trump. <laughs> there, there he is. Replace my family photos to own the libs. <laughs> Maybe this person's joking. I don't know. Hopefully. Because uh, that's just below sad. You pathetic motherfuckers. You sound stupid. You do sound stupid. You need a team of therapists. Yeah, there's not enough therapists in the world. Seriously. Sad, sad, sad. Beavis and Butthead. Don't they look just like fucking Beavis and Butthead? It's amazing. It's like art come to life. And uh, this is even after the plastic surgery. They even look stupid after the plastic surgery. So I don't see the Cody Johnson message, but it's in there somewhere. What's up, Cody? How you doing? Anyway, guess that's all I'm going to talk about. Donald Trump Jr. Worst person ever. Fuck this guy. And since we're on fucking Trump, like all these people do is fucking lie. Lie, lie, lie every goddamn day. Here's a, here's a big fucking lie. Hyphenate, hyphen lady Anna Navarro conveniently forgot to mention this award President Trump received in her rants because it doesn't fit her false narrative that he's racist, which he's not. Yes, he is. He's a white supremacist. Sorry, I used to believe he wasn't racist. And then he kept doing stuff over and over again to attack brown people. And so many white supremacists, you know, started uh, basically following his uh, narrative that... If you don't like it, go back to where you came from. Why aren't you going back to where you came from? It's a white supremacist bullshit. Anyway, this is the meme they're posting that's being spread everywhere. Why doesn't media remember this? Trump being given the Ellis Island Award in 1989 for contributing to the conditions of inner city black youth standing alongside Muhammad Ali and Rosa Parks. Lie. Lie. Basically, what they this was in 1986, I think. It wasn't, they didn't have the year right. But basically, they gave 80 awards away. They were having like this big award ceremony for all kinds of people. And it was the Ellis Island Award. So they gave Donald Trump an award for being a successful German businessman, basically. For being a successful German uh, real estate developer. Or, or a, a German descent real estate developer. Had absolutely nothing to do with him being 
involved with black use, just the opposite. Like he was actually sued a couple of times by the government for failing to give housing, him and his dad, to, to black people for, for racist bullshit. So they just lie, lie, lie. That's what it's all about. But their followers don't care. Like he can point out to them that they're lying and who gives a shit, you know, as long as it triggers the libs, they don't give a fuck. And, and uh, of course, Tim Pool. Dim tool, the giant liberal dim tool, got to fucking stand for Trump every chance he gets, just like a fucking liberal would do. And, you know, all Lisa Milano was saying is this. What is this fuckery? Trump posted this picture of himself, this Photoshop picture of him as Rocky. Because for some reason, conservatives have this fetish that Trump is this big, macho, ripped, alpha male, when he's obviously just this incredibly overweight Weak, pathetic boomer. Just sad. It's got like 500,000 likes. And so all Alyssa Milano said is, what is this fuckery? And so Tim Pool's got to jump in there. The left used to be rebellious and edgy, but now it's moralistic and authoritarian. What the fuck, dude? What could be more edgy and anti-authoritarian than going against the president of the United States? You know, the white supremacist conservative asshole in the White House. Now, nah, you're edgy and rebellious, aren't you there, Tim Pool? By always defending the status quo. By defending Trump every chance you get. So edgy. So edgy, Tim Pool. And I agree with Christy right here where she says, Tim Pool, the journalist, is standing a wannabe dictator delusional propaganda. Tim's outrage, not at the de- debasing of the official White House statements. Oh, no. As long as Trump is white, his authoritarian tendencies are all right with Tim. Yep. We're going to shit on Tim a little bit more, too. Um, I think this one's about Tim. Yeah, Tim right here. <laughs> it's just hilarious. This is what Tim's grift is. He basically just finds anything that anybody he can call the left, even if they're not left. The, the, here he's basically uh, calling the left out because of something the uh, Washington Post said. Now, the Washington Post is owned by uh, Jeff Bezos, a billionaire, right? I'm sorry, folks. Billionaires are not leftists. There are no fucking leftist billionaires. They're just not. You can't be a leftist, a true leftist, and be a fucking billionaire because that goes against the entire leftist ideology, right? So to claim that these, the richest man on the earth and his paper are somehow indicative of, of leftists is absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, what he does is he just finds anything he can blame on the left, and then he paints us all with this broad fucking brush to pander to his audience. So Trump has broken the left. The freak out over his boxer meme is historical. That's right, folks. And literally, left wing, one website historically tried by being the left wing website is a fucking Bezo Washington Post. And their tweet simply says, we are unsure why Trump tweeted this. Left destroyed. Yep. Tim slam dunks the SJWs once again. You sure got us, Tim. Millionaire Tim Pool made a million dollars for being a conservative goddamn crony. It's just, it's so lazy. The formula is so lazy, but I guess it works. You know, already had 20,000 views when whoever took this screenshot. So I guess it's working for him, but it definitely is a lazy goddamn grift. Seems like conservatives would get tired of the same old thing over and over again, but they fucking don't. And uh, somebody corrected the picture, fixed it. Yeah, this is what it more like it looks like. But uh, even this is kind of a slam to butter Butterbean. Because Butterbean was a bad motherfucker. Butterbean could actually knock some goddamn people out. So, uh... Even Trump ain't that badass, but that's definitely more closer to what his real-life body looks like. Nailed it. And, um, holy shit, people like Charlie Kirk, all they fucking do is lie, lie, lie. 
Incredible. President Trump made an unannounced trip to Afghanistan to visit our troops. No press, no photo ops, just there to support our brave men in uniform. I'm thankful for our troop today and thankful for the president who is. Yeah, no photo ops. Definitely no camera flashes going off everywhere. No video of this whatsoever, which is why we're not watching the video right now, are we? Hmm, but we, we are, right? Here's the video. And uh, as Solo Dad O'Brien says, this is a lie. There's a press, of course, and a photo op. Isn't it exhausting to lie all the time? Nope. Doesn't exhaust them at all because that's how they make their money. They lie, 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 and they get rich, rich, rich. They're millionaires who get paid by billionaires to lie to you, to distract you from the real problems of society, which they clearly do brilliantly because I I'm guarantee you this got tons of, yeah, 60, almost 69,000 likes for this lie. I love how much the president cares for our troops. I mean, it's just, we live in such a fucking bizarre world. This is a guy that says he doesn't respect troops who get captured in war. He'd much rather you die. And then when you die, he literally says, you knew what you were getting into. And, you know, his own secretary, I guess, of the Navy resigned because Trump basically goes against the spirit of the military. I wonder if the military people ever get tired of being used as a backdrop for his photo ops. I mean, some of them must, but I guess since he's the commander in chief, they can't really speak out against it. And, uh, but speaking of lies, man, it's just, it's so fucking hilarious how strong, how strong they can fucking lie. They just make shit up out of whole cloth and they fight against the thing that they made up. So here Trump is, I'm not going to play the clip for you, um, but shut the fuck up. But, but well, I'll play this first part of the clip for you. He basically claims there's a war on Thanksgiving now. They just make shit up. You know, some people want to change the name Thanksgiving. Who? They don't want to use the term Thanksgiving. What? And that was true also with Christmas, but now everybody's using Christmas again. Remember I said that? Everybody always uses Christmas. But now we're going to have to do a little work on Thanksgiving. People have different ideas why it shouldn't be called Thanksgiving. But everybody in this room I know loves the name Thanksgiving, and we're not changing it. We're not changing the name of Thanksgiving, something that almost no one, I never saw anybody, maybe one person somewhere said that. But So they just make up fake controversies to fight against, and their friends are like, yeah, Donald Trump is fighting the war. Thanksgiving, goddamn godless liberals who want to take everything away from us, our American values. Let's vote against our own best interests because of this lie they just made up and told us. And that's exactly what's going to happen. You guys vote against your own best interests and then you have to watch your grandparents go fucking bankrupt because they can't afford health care. Genius, genius. You sort of deserve what you get a little bit, but the rest of us have to suffer too, so it fucking sucks ass. And, uh, it's so depressing, folks. It is a fucking bizarro world. This guy, I don't know if he's, I guess he's blackish or whatever, but just listen, it's depressing hearing shit like this. It's so far removed from any kind of reality. And you can tell the guy has no really original thoughts in his head. He's just repeating talking points, the first thing that comes off his head. Listen. Sir, what's your name and what do you do? Uh, my name is Ronnie Joseph and I run a security company. We run a security company. We were talking. You hire a bunch of vets. We yep. appreciate that for sure. You Now, you used to be a Democrat. Now you're a Republican. Sure. You support the president. Why that change and why do you support President Trump? Well, for me, it's, uh, it's really quite simple. It's about family values. It's about being a patriotic American. Oh my God, family values. This is a guy who fucking paid off porn stars when he cheated on his wife repeatedly. 
This is the grab them by the pussy guy. This guy doesn't give a shit about fucking family values. It's about family values and patriotism. That's nothing. That means fucking nothing, these words that are coming out of your goddamn mouth. Uh, and it just comes down to being honest and truthful to who you are. Uh, that's what I put, you know, that's what I value. The most uh, dishonest president in the history of the United States. A guy who just lies about everything. It's like pathological. Trump lies when the truth would work better. He lies for fucking no reason for the fun of it. And these people sit around and say, yeah, he's so honest. That's what I like about him. It just, how can this be real life? How can these people be this fucking brainwashed? I guess because they sit around and watch Fox News all day and they just don't have any original thoughts in their heads whatsoever. I guess that's what it has to be. But it's so fucking frustrating. Uh, family values, honesty, integrity, character, and that's everything that President Trump represents. Absolutely. And you feel like he's delivered on the promises that he's made? Absolutely. Absolutely, he has. This Sir, what's your name and what do you do? nihilistic because people just don't care. They just literally don't give a shit about reality whatsoever. They live in an entirely different fucking universe than the rest of us do. Um, so anyway, I guess we'll stop and read the chats real quick. Do you guys got to think about that? Yeah. Laughing my ass at family values. Every, every, bit, every bit about that is just frustrating. Makes me want to pour my hair, pull my hair out, but I paid so much money for this hair that I don't want to pull it out. But God damn it. So close to just being bald dusty. I pull up my eyebrows all the time. I just sit around and pull up my fucking eyebrows because fuck my life. This stupid fucking bullshit. Ass given. Yeah, there you go. Let's change it to ass given. For some reason, eating ass is a big millennial thing now. Millennials just love to eat ass. I don't know where the fuck that came from, but uh, I don't know, man. I'm not really into that shit. Uh, it sounds like that would tickle. Or maybe tickle your butthole. Maybe that feels good. I don't know. Maybe I should be more open-minded. I don't know where, how I get off on the ass-eating thing. But anyway, uh, yeah, is this man Hindu? Maybe. Maybe he's Hindu. He looks kind of Indian, I guess. I don't want to uh, assume his ethnic background, but he don't look like a white boy to me. Uh, he's such a disgusting human being. I know. In every way, he's a disgusting human being. These people, family value, integrity. You don't have any integrity. Fuck you. In every way, a human being could be fucked. Butterbean in the Jackass movie, yep. He sure can punch that Butterbean. Gotta give him that. Throw his weight behind those shots. Knocking motherfuckers out. They gave that guy a hundred bucks? Probably. He obviously had it pre-planned. They knew he knew he was going to be in the air, so he thought about what he was going to say ahead of time, but he still didn't do a very good job. Dusty, dude, what do you think about Jacqueline Glenn teaming up with Blair White? I cannot distance myself from Jacqueline Bla Glenn <laughs> faster. I still own her, on her website, but I've like offered to give it to her several times. I want her to take it from me. Um... But her tech people still have not contacted me about transferring it over. So I guess I'll just let it expire. And then anybody that wants to buy it can buy it. So I think it expires maybe in January or something. So anybody that wants to buy that website, go buy it. Because I ain't fucking renewing that shit. Um, family values is an excuse for racism. I know, right? But that's a, a brown guy. I guess, you know, it's like anything else. Like Jesse Lee Peterson. Brown people can be just as racist as anybody else. They can be token just like any fucking body else. Sad to see. All right, let me read the Super Chats. Super Chats. Light bottom show. Amy from Mars. The cat's up. Yeah, what's up, Amy from Mars? How you doing? Thank you for that. Breaking Bat 094. These cult members literally punch at the wind. I know, right? Makes me want to fucking punch at the wind. Motherfuckers. Tell you what, boy, 499. Thank you. Tell you what, boy. I'll tell you what. Bobby, what you doing, boy? Lobo, $5. What's your beef? With what's called bread tube. My perception is that just the left on YouTube, what am I missing? Here's the thing. Like, I'm not interested in being associated with any of these groups anymore. To me, they always turn out like the atheist community did and then the skeptic community did. It's just, it turns into clicky bullshit where people get considered members for arbitrary reasons. 
and uh, and it and it just and it, it always fills up with people like Peter Coffin. We're gonna talk about Peter Coffin. He's also con- considered bread too. And to me, this is a motherfucker that has no integrity whatsoever. He's just in it to be more popular. And I don't want to be associated with people like that. Like I just don't want to be. I just can't be associated with people that I don't respect. And so when they're considered part of these communities, I don't want to be part of these communities. I'd rather just focus on the issues, focus on the policies, be a policy wonk, and not. I don't even really, really consider myself a leftist anymore. Or on the left, or even a Democrat, none of that. I, I would just fight for the policies that I think help Americans and, and people of the world the most and fight against people who go against those policies instead of labeling myself anything and being in groups with these people. That's mainly my problem with them. Um, David Zoss says, Sorry for being late, Dusty. I was watching the last 20 minutes of Nudity Required from 1990s Priorities. Yep, I understand that. Can't click off nudity. Hell yeah. I like to nude it up myself from time to time. Justin Joseph, 499. Whenever I say, okay, Boomer, to a Trump supporter, they totally lose their shit. Yet I'm supposed to be triggered snowflake. I know, right? They are the snowflakes. They're waiting for it. It's always like that. I get called a Boomer all the fucking time. And, you know, I, and now I just roll with it. I'm like, yep, Boomer is fuck. Boomer is fuck. I'm okay with that. I'm like a boomerang. I'll come back at you, motherfucker. Try me. And Neon Noir, $10, 10 pounds, even better. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday, Neon New York. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. I, I don't guess you celebrate that over there. Why would you? Ain't got no fucking pilgrims over there. They betrayed you. They're traitors. Uh, Rocket69232. Ever heard of the channel called Status Co- Coup? Uh, nope. Never heard of Status Coup. Have to check that out. Is it Status Coup or Status Coop? How do you pronounce that? I'm going to guess it's Status Coup. I forgot to add that Bob is filing under single. Wow. Oh. Using the, oh, oh, okay, I don't know then. You'll have to, I'm still going to go and say it's like $7,000, though. That would be my guess, but I'm not a tax expert anyway. So thank you for that, appreciate that. More Super Chats. Dusty, you are not wrong. Every movie gets overtaken by the corporate types. It will take, it will, it will happen to anyone trying to initiate real change. I know, right? Just not interested in being, like, I think it was uh, Groucho Marx that said that I would never be a member of any club that would accept me. And that's the same way I feel, kind of. Like, I've already been burnt by the atheist community. I got burned by the skeptic community. I don't want any part of, like, these communities anymore. And just fuck them. I just do my own thing and uh, focus on the issues that I care about and I think are important. And then everything else, I'm just not going to pay attention to. I want to be part of that cringy bullshit. There's no one like you. Be original. Stay original. I appreciate that. I'm sure there's somebody out there like me somewhere. The pia salad. Yeah, that's what I figured. But, I, you know, it's possible that they pronounce it like that. I don't know how to pronounce it. Dude, you're two years too young to be a boomer. I know, but see, the thing is, on the internet, boomer is more of a mindset. I know it is also, uh, uh, you know, a generation, but boomer is considered a mindset. So uh, anybody that's not a millennial is really considered a boomer on the internet. So that's what I mean when I say boomer. I realize that I'm actually Generation X, but you know, I'm a I'm an internet boomer to these young kids. Anyway, to a lot of these young kids, especially the the anti HAWs. Dang, Dusty, it's been a few years and you look way older now. It's because I quit dyeing my hair. You should dye my fucking hair. I've been white since I was about 22 years old. There's a, like a genetic disorder in my family where all the uh, males on my mom's side go solid white at about 22 years old. Like every fucking hair in your body goes solid white. And so I've been dying it for like 20 years. And uh, my girlfriend was like, fuck, that white hair is so sexy and cool. Please stop dyeing your hair. And I was like, all right, fine, I'll quit dyeing it. So, uh, so I quit. Looks pretty good, I think. Uh, I ain't gonna hate on it. Plus, I'm like respectable. Definitely get more play now. I stand out. 
more distinguished when I'm out and about in town. Let's see what we're going to talk about next. Is it time to talk about Vosh yet? Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Vosh a little bit. First, we're going to talk about, like, we're going to talk about shoe on head, I guess. Like, I know everybody's sick of me talking about fucking shoe on head and whatnot, but at the same time, I, I got to play this fucking clip because it's so stupid. Holy shit. Uh, but first of all, there's a whole big thing about shoe, shoe on head now. It's not just me. It's a lot of people calling out this whole shoe on head thing because it's, you know, it, it's frustrating. We were basically, we're basically being, a lot of us are being gaslighted by the left by thinking, by, by, by trying to make us believe we're unreasonable for expecting shoe on head to own up to her past wrongs before we accept her into our ranks, right? And, you know, this is a person... I've been through the, the the list, the laundry list, many times of what Shuan had has done. But this is a person. Just 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 let's take one thing for example. All right, I'll skip ahead a little bit. This is just me, folks. But if I was on the uh, the channel, the YouTube channel of one of the most popular white supremacists in the world, which Shuan Head is. Here's her video with uh, Lauren Southern, 1.5 million views almost. And then this person went on to put out a video about the Great Replacement that was cited in multiple manifestos of terrorists who murdered dozens of people, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night until I did every fucking thing I could to distance myself from this person. To let everybody on fucking earth know that I want nothing to do with them. I would have request public, very publicly that they remove my video with them from their channel. Because who knows? Maybe nobody will ever go to Lauren Southern's channel. Of course, they will. This happens, I'm sure, all the time. And see that Shion Head is in videos with her and then think that that gives, you know, Lauren Southern street cred because Shion Head has 1.2 million followers and she's real popular, especially among young kids. And think that this is like a, a signal boost for this white supremacist. I would not be able to fucking sleep at night knowing all the people that were murdered. Until I did every fucking thing I can to call this shit out, to right the wrongs of signal boosting for this person, to distance myself. So there are people trying to gaslight me and others by claiming we're being unreasonable for expecting her to do the very basic thing that a decent, normal human being would do. And that's just one thing about Shoe on Head that's wrong. Not to mention she's built a career as the most popular anti-feminist on the world, where I've showed before she literally went out and found fake quotes from feminists to shit on feminism as a whole, to make feminism as a whole look bad, and posted. She's built a career off lying about feminism, right? And if you know anything about feminism, you understand how important feminism still is today. Still is, not to this country, but to the world today. People are gaslighting us, making us feel like we are unreasonable for expecting her to own up to her bullshit, even the most small amount, like when she went and called Leslie Jones an ugly gorilla. We're not supposed to expect her to own up to her bullshit before we accept her into our ranks. Fuck that and fuck you. That's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. And there's a lot of people fighting back against this idea. And there's a lot of people who are gaslighting us, trying to make us believe that, this, that, we, that we shouldn't want her to own up to our bullshit. And this is, uh, th this is basically what this is referring to. I'm so tired of this infighting on the left. That's what they're saying. Why are the left infighting? We need a diversity of tactics. Just accept her. So we are. So are we supposed to not call out bigot and assholes we we do that towards the right but we are not supposed to do that on the left either or is the current left infighting about something else yes it's about something else it's about these uh grifters on the left in my opinion wanting to become popular they don't give a shit about integrity they don't give a shit about doing the right thing and so they would justify it any way they can associating with shoe on head 
without her owning up to any of her past shit, without correcting the record, without trying to make amends for the harm she has caused because they want her clout. Because being with her, being seen with her, being in the same chats with her, being friends with her makes them more popular. And it does. It's exactly what happens, right? Case in point, uh, this fucking goddamn clown, literal clown. What the fuck is this thing doing? What did I click on? Uh, there we go. Peter Coffin, who was another one of these members of BreadTube. This is another reason I want to be part of this fucking BreadTube or LeftTube. Because he's got ass clowns like Peter Coffin. Imagine the cringy motherfucker it would take to paint yourself up like the Joker and put your profile picture, right? Anyway, this previously, this, this previously reactionary person wants to move left. Fuck that. They were bad. I hate them. Is perhaps a part of why people are so taken by this idea that the left hates them. This is a part of his whole screed. He's going off about why it's okay for him to support me, friends. with you on Ed. Um, and, you know, I just ask a very simple question. If someone has changed their opinion, would you expect them to own up to the previously wrong bullshit they have spread and to make an attempt to right the wrongs they have done? And if they refuse to do that, wouldn't you hesitate to support them until they did? That's a very simple question, isn't it? Crickets! No answer to that, huh, Peter Kaufman? Of course fucking not. He doesn't have an answer to that. Because these motherfuckers would do anything they can to justify their actions. They don't give a shit, really. They just want to be more popular, and they would... You can justify anything to yourself, folks. You really fucking can. Um, and um, so, uh, just to give you a, a little... Before we get into the Vosh clip, here's a clip from Shoot on Head at the last MythCon. And, of course, this was posted by Andy Nogo, who is a huge fan of Shoot on Head, of course. You know, right-wing grifter Annie Nogo, who uh, provides kill lists to a a Adam Waffen. Did I pronounce it? You know who this guy is. Obviously, of course, he is a huge fan of uh, Shoe on Head. So Shoe on Head appeared at MythCon, which is the right-wing grift, new skeptical convention, whatever, that has uh, headlined people like Sargon and Blair White multiple times and also Shoe on Head. It's almost completely fucking right-wing grift. You know, I, I, I've illustrated this many times on the show if you guys watch you're familiar with this so uh she was uh supposed to headline the last one but they canceled it the last moment this was from last year so she waited in line right and uh when she finally got up there what was the question that she asked what did she say uh she basically made a claim and asked them if they agree with her that feminism is a religion and of course she got a big huge pop from the right-wing shitheads who uh pretty much are the mainstay of MythCon. let's have a listen I think an important thing you guys are missing is you're like, oh, why are you guys talking about the left? Why is the atheist community talking about the left, though? I think it's more you guys are talking about feminism, and it itself is almost a religion. So it's like, you naturally just like kind of shifted to that well, I, I agree, and I was thinking that in my head, but you know, it's hard to get to that, but that, yeah. that was one That's of the things... Farmer skeptic. I was thinking that in my head, yeah. Feminism is a religion. So this was last year, folks. You know, this is the most popular most famous anti-feminist in the world. She still is. She's never publicly gone back on any of that shit as far as I, as far as I know, right? Um, and uh, so, I guess I'll go ahead and play the Vosh clip now. This is so fucking stupid. Holy shit, fucking dude. So, they basically ask him how he uh, claims he is not a fucking hypocrite for supporting Chew on Head. Right, and so he's going to claim here that they, they point out to him that even Shoe on Head's boyfriend recently came out and said that they're still anti-feminist. They still haven't changed their opinion about feminism whatsoever. 
And so how can he, knowing how important feminism is to, you know, America and the world, how can he still support shoe on head? And so he basically, the ego on this motherfucker, he claims that he knows more about what shoe on head thinks about feminism than her own boyfriend, than the guy that lives with her, talks to her every day. Vosh knows more about shoe on head's views than what she says publicly, than what her own boyfriend claims. Just the levels that he'll go to to justify his friendship with her. So let me let me play it. The, the first part of what he says is absolutely true. It's kind of quiet. Feminism being as toxic as what I'm talking about because armored skeptic. I'll skeptic. start it up again. Um, how do I justify armored skeptic generalizing all feminism to being as toxic as what I'm talking about? Because armored skeptic is either a reactionary or ignorant. It's that simple. Everything Agreed. that I just discussed, I just want to point out, by the way, everything I just talked about, everything I just rambled about, third wave feminism, intersectionality, these are like mainstream feminist positions now, for Agreed. the most part. Agreed. Not everybody's a good feminist, sure. but these are mainstream talking points. This isn't right some off, super special, Vosh-specific interpretation of feminism. Mm -hmm. Intersectionality is the solution to these issues. With the $1, how do you call Armored Skeptic a reactionary when he literally states that his straw man of feminism is exactly what she believes as well? How can you be so selective? He is, yet she isn't. That's hypocrisy, Vosh. How do you justify mm -hmm. this? Total hypocrisy. What are you going on about? True. When he states that his straw man of feminism is what she believes as well, do you believe all men when they tell you what their girlfriends believe? So he's about to say, yeah, this guy that lives with her, talks to her every fucking day of his life, doesn't know as much about her beliefs of feminism as I do. I know better. I'm Vosh. I know what she believes. Armored Skeptic doesn't know. Fucking believe me. It's just, it's just sad, this justification that he'll do in the head. It's so obvious, dude. It's so fucking obvious how ridiculous this is. There's a difference in how the content of um, Armored Skeptic and Shoe on Head presents no, itself. No, there's not. It's very obvious that they have different opinions of feminism. I've spoken to Shoe on Head personally. Shoe on Head believes in essentially every mainstream tenet of feminism. I'm not sure whether or not Armored Skeptic does because I haven't spoken to Armored Skeptic. So basically, Shoe on Head is an intersectional feminist, according to Vosh. And that justifies him being friends with her. What? Let's say this was true. This even makes you, if, if, even if this was true, this makes you look even worse. Let's say, let's say that you actually know more about what she on head believes than the, her boyfriend that lives with her and talks to her every day, and she actually is an intersexual feminist. So, according to you, she knows how important intersexual feminism is, not only to women but especially to women of color, to trans women, and how much this affects their lives, and how much being an anti-feminist negatively affects her life. Right? And she knows this. And yet she still continues not to publicly correct the record. She still is the number one most famous anti-feminist in the world and refuses to do the right thing even though she knows the harm it causes. And you are continuing to be friends with her and signal boost for her and promote her. This makes you look fucking worse, even though it's obviously ridiculous. It's obviously ridiculous. They're, they're now trying to gaslight us and tell us that the most famous anti-feminist in the world is actually an intersexual feminist herself. It's beyond the ego, the ego to fucking say this shit. Not to just admit that you're fucking wrong about it. Just admit it, dude. Just fucking admit that you don't give a shit. Admit that you're flattered that a pretty girl who's famous, has 1.2 million followers, is friendly with you. And admit that you like the idea that this is going to make you more famous. And it is. 
you're going to be more, much more popular hanging out with Shield Head and interacting with her and single boosting for and promoting her. And you don't really give a shit that she hasn't owned up to platforming a white supremacist, not owning up to calling Leslie Jones a gorilla, not correcting the record on being the most famous anti-feminist in the world. You don't really give a shit about all that. You're a hypocrite, dude. You are a hypocrite. But if you're going to be a hypocrite, at least don't insult our intelligence over it. Seriously. And like I said, I mostly like Vosh. I think Vosh is, Vosh is you know, one of the, these, these leaders that's going to be the, one of the leaders of the, uh, of the, the left, what I, which I no longer really consider myself a part of. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like the, the, the old guard. I'm, I'm never going to be real famous again. I'm never going to be a leader or anything again. I'm just going to be sitting on the sideline pretty much throwing stones. And so, you know, Vosh is the young, new blood, and he's going to be one of the leaders in this. And so we have to call this shit out. So I don't, while I do mostly like him, just to fucking admit you don't give a shit, dude. And this is the links. It's so hypocritical. This is a guy. And no, that was the wrong clip. This is a fucking guy who claims he is so worried about being a hypocrite that he literally won't criticize child porn. I'll play the clip for you. Play. Okay, so if you were to... So, you know, there's pedophiles, right, who buy child pornography. Would you say they should not be held responsible for doing that? Yes. Really? Even though mm -hmm. they're directly supporting child rape? Yeah. I think that's it's, uh, it's hypocritical. Because if, if I, I, I bought my computer, and the silicon in it was farmed in Africa by slaves. If I can do that, and that's legal, that's... and no one's going to call me out in my shit, then yeah, I have to be consistent in that respect. Okay, look, um, I, I think there's levels to this. That's so, so fucking stupid. So I, he's so worried about being a hypocrite that he won't condemn child porn, but he'll still fucking promote and signal boost for the most famous anti-feminist in the world, even though he knows how important feminism and, more importantly, intersexual feminism is to women of color, women of all stripes, and trans women. How is that not hypocritical? It's just... It doesn't make any sense. It's just dumb. And like I said all the time, folks, like you can call my mom a whore. You can call my dead daddy an asshole. You can, you can insult me all you want to, but don't fucking insult my intelligence. Don't fucking try to tell me that she was some kind of intersexual feminist. It's just so stupid. Anyway, I guess I'm done talking about that fucking shit, dude. It's just so cringe to me. Somebody sent me that clip. And, like, I refuse to be gaslighted and believe that I am wrong for wanting you to own up to her shit. If you want to be friends with her, be friends with her. Fine. Like, you can do that. And, but the people that criticize you guys for it are not wrong. The criticism is valid, and you have to take that criticism. And don't fucking insult our intelligence by pretending that reality ain't fucking what it is. Because it's just stupid and it's just bullshit. Well, anyway, that's all I'm going to say about fucking that. Um, ridiculous comparison. Don't worry tonight. Good stream. Appreciate that. I guess you're talking about this stream. Vosh, oh, that's very, very bad. Yes, that's a very bad take. That's the same take he gave when he was on my show. And, uh, yeah, that's that's real dumb. Um, BreadTube is noticeable quiet on feminism, unless they're talking about Turks and Swerfs. They address racism and classism. Yeah, the BreadTube is just, it's just the new version of the skeptic community. It's just the same types of behavior that destroy the skeptic community, which is why I don't want to have any fucking part of. You always be major of Logic Town. Hell yeah, that's better than Flavor Town. Vosh is so dishonest. I know. That's incredibly fucking dishonest. It's ridiculously dishonest. Um, man, maybe I am idolizing Vosh too much. Yeah, you think? He's more popular than I am, so like, i got to give it to him. People are entertained by his content. A lot of it's very, very good, but 
a lot of it's just fucking trash. Like, and here's the thing, like, I don't want to dish on him too much, but when I was reading all the chat transcripts from those women that he supposedly sexually harassed, one thing that was clear in those chat transcripts is he's kind of a, at least he was, back before he became more popular, he was kind of a nerdy guy. And you could tell he didn't get a lot of attention from women and whatnot. And so that's why when he was talking to these women who he had never even seen a picture of, didn't know anything about, he was just right off the bat, let's have sex, 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 you know. It was just clear that he was just you know, so awkward when it came to women. And it's all he wanted was to be accepted, you know, or, or, and, and attracted by women. And so I know he's autistic. So am I, you know, and a lot of autistic nerdy guys are kind of like this. So when somebody comes along that shoe on head, that's a pretty girl that's paying attention to you and that's famous and popular, it's real fucking flattering, you know. And so it's real easy to justify to yourself why you signal boost and uh, promote them. But like instead of like in the next He'll, like, make up 10 new excuses, 10 new justifications why he's friends with her next, you know. But instead of just making all these justifications, just admit you don't give a shit. Just admit that you're flattered by this. At least you're honest, you know. Just be honest about it. Be honest with you. Anyway, let's see what else we got here. Um, watch some clips of Voss's reaction to Liddy Orchard video on ContraPoints. All right, you have to send me clips of that. Like, you guys got to send me clips of this shit because, like, I'm only one person. There's only so much I can fucking view at a time i am much less omniscient than most people think i am uh progressive voice bosch is too cringy yeah definitely cringy about some shit for sure all right let me read the super chats that i'll move on with the show what's a donny uh is a donny a hat i don't know i'm afraid that i'm going to fucking google search this and it's going to be porn this better not be fucking porn uh Paste and go, mother. Paste and go. Donny definition. A person who receives a gift. Oh, okay. I wasn't even fucking close. Good stump. Stump the fuck out of Dusty. That's what you got to do on this show. Thank you for that. Gross income and taxable income are two different things. For example, your gross income might be fifty-two seven, but your taxable income is forty thousand five hundred. All right. Didn't know that. Are you an accountant? They do my taxes for me. Lobo five dollars. Come on, you're on the left. So. Your thing with BreadTube is you don't like to put in the groups. I ask because I like BreadTube as far as I can tell. Yes, I don't want to be part of these groups, these fucking cringy-ass groups who are clicky and who have people them that I don't agree with, that I don't want to be associated with. You know, I, I, want to be, I have a right to be associated with who I want to be associated with, and I don't want to be associated with these people, so I'm not going to be. Uh, 100 equals 11.77%. All right, get some tech. The answer is 4,760. Hey, I was close. Got to give it to me. I was pretty fucking close about that. Uh, Rich Latta, please tell us exactly what products you use and exactly what you did to protect, regrow your hair and what happened. Um, okay, uh, you get Rogaine. You can get a six-month supply of Rogaine. It's like liquid in these liquid bottles that come to these little droppers, right? And uh, you get it from Amazon for like 50 bucks or maybe cheaper. Than that, maybe 30 bucks is cheaper. So basically, you just uh, take the dropper, and you drop it, and you basically spread it on the crown of your head and then on the, the top of your head. You're supposed to do it twice a day. Most of the time, I only do it once a day. And then um, generic Propecia, which is called Finasteride. I get mine from uh, Mexico, and I get like I got a two-year supply for like 100 bucks. You take uh, It comes in five-milligram tablets, but you only have to take one milligram a day, so I just like, bite off a little edge of it. And uh, that's basically all you have to do. The, uh, the Rogaine helps regrow the hair, and um, the Finasteride helps you to keep from having your hair fall out, but it also thickens up the little tiny hairs that the Rogaine helps regrow. And so the combination actually works really well together. 
And so that's what I did to regrow my hair. Highly recommended. And also I had a hair reconstruction surgery, but the other two things up way more than that, in my opinion. So anyway, how much do I need to donate for you to remove, review Dave Rubin's books? One million dollars. I don't know. We talked about it. Just donate. We'll see what happens. All right. More super chats, please, if you want to. Man, my back's starting to hurt. Back is hurting a little bit. All right. I'll be all right. So anyway, what are the anti-SJWs fucking freaking out about today? Well, apparently, they had a woman on The Mandalorian, and oh my god, can't have fucking that. Get woke apparently means having a visible woman on screen. Imagine being this upset over existence of a woman. So, uh, a, a lot of SJWs have been pointing out that The Mandalorian, at least the first three episodes, almost had no female characters in it whatsoever. And while most of the SJWs, quote, I don't even, that's such a stupid term, you know what I mean. Most people on the left like The Mandalorian. Mandalorian's a good show, and, uh... People like Steve Shaw's and Shattered Out and think it's a good show. Even though we think it's a good show, we just wanted to see more female representation on the show. And some people said that. And so um, the last episode, they finally had really good female realization. They had uh, Gina Serrano, is that her name? Um, and they had her on there, and she's like this badass warrior woman who uh, was sexy without being sexualized. They did a really good job, in my opinion, of uh, featuring and showcasing how strong a female character can be and answered a lot of the criticism, in my opinion, that people of the Planet Mandalorian had. And of course, uh, anti-SJWs are freaking out. Oh my God, episode four gets woke. They're so woke because they had a woman who was a warrior on there. It's just these people are so fucking ridiculous. You can't even have a goddamn woman who's a strong female character on a show without them thinking it's some kind of SJW conspiracy. It's amazing. And then this is the same person. Life comes at you fast. Last time, they were bitching that NPCs, which is their other word for social justice warriors, you know. Hey, NPCs, the Mandalorian is ours! Yeah, the Mandalorians is anti-SJW. Hell yeah, you SJWs, you hate the Mandalorian. Ha 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 ha, are you triggered? The Phantom Menace always wins. The Mandalorian's never the number one show. And they're gloating about that, and they have one woman on the show that's strong, and all of a sudden, oh my god! The Mandalorian is woke. The SJW fiction awakens. Holy shit. But, you know, this guy will probably get make a million dollars off this kind of bullshit. It's just so fucking ridiculous. The, what, what YouTube has become is so stupid that I no longer take any of that shit seriously. And um, this is basically what Anita Sarkeesian, lover or hater, this is the same exact shit she's been calling out for so long. And she's not wrong in what she's been saying. A lot of what she says is not wrong. Sorry. A lot of it is not wrong. And this is a, a perfect illustration. Somebody. Um, they swapped the character models for Batman and uh, Catwoman on this game just to show you the ridiculous over-sexualization of women in games. And I'll play it and then we'll talk about this some more. <sighs> Fresh air, freedom, and darkness. Perfect. How, How should we celebrate? I know a couple of poor, defenseless museums. But then again, I also know a couple of hotels. Tonight's not over yet. There's more work to be done. Of course there is. You do know how to kill the mood. <laughs> do you ever take the night off? Do you ever take the suit off? Not on nights like this, Selena. It's what I do. Fine. I guess I'll hit an art gallery or two. While the big bad bat's distracted. You're not going to thank me. Why? 
It's what you do. So anyway, that's a perfect illustration of what Benita Sarkeesian has been talking about, which is exactly what she says. I think I made 10 videos explaining what this minute-long clip quickly demonstrates. Uh, and it is. It's talk she's talking about the over-sexualization of women in games, which make them not characters that you're supposed to take seriously. And you can see how stoic the, uh, the male character, which is now a female character, is and how seriously they're supposed to be taken and then how over-the-top sexual the female character is. And so they're not really supposed to be a, a sexual character. They're clearly just a sex object. And uh, there's a term for this. It's called the male gaze. And this is a, uh, a part of feminist theory. In feminist theory, the male gaze is the act of depicting women and the world in the visual arts and in literature from a masculine heterosexual perspective that presents and represents women as sexual objects for the pleasure of the male viewer. In the visual and aesthetic presentations of narrative cinema, the male gaze has three perspectives. That the man behind the camera, that of the male character within the film's cinematic representation, and that of the spectator gazing at the image. So, it's exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about the overall sexualization of characters of women who make, them, make people feel like they're less serious in real life. And it does. This kind of thing um, spills over into real life. And, you know... Is this the most important problem on earth? I'm not saying it is, but it is something that does need to be talked about, some, something that we do need to consider. And uh, just calling this stuff out like Anita, Anita Sarkeesian did, she got so fucking slammed just for having the guts to stand up and talk about this stuff. You want to talk about gatekeeping? Like Armour Skeptic was bitching about gatekeeping because people criticized Shoe on Head for not distancing herself from the white supremacists that she helped signal boost for. But there was never any larger amount of gatekeeping than what anti-SJWs have done repeatedly to feminists, right? Anything they said, they fucking attacked and harassed these people endlessly over it. And it is about time to call this bullshit out, and it is about time to call all these people who continue to tell us that we shouldn't be expecting these people to own up their bullshit, you know? You know who you are out there. Exactly what the fuck we're talking about. Um... Anyway, let me check the chats real quick, and we'll get back on that. Talking about feminism, feminism. Um, very silly. Yep, it is very silly, definitely. But the Catwoman is supposed to be like that. Yeah, the Catwoman's supposed to be like that because it's a character that was created by men for the male gaze. That's the whole point, right? That's what we're talking about. Um, she is both overly harassed and a grifter. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of grifting going around, for sure. Why can't men be sexualized in the office? Don't know. Um, okay, I won't be saying anything that I want to talk about. All right. Imagine if this were the left saying this. Imagine the videos that would be put out. Imagine the left is so violent. This would be put out. Basically, this I think it's a baseball player, and he's like getting my boys trained up on how to use a gun in the unlikely event Bernie Sanders beats real Donald Trump in 2020. In which case, knowing how to effectively use a gun under socialism will be a must. By the way, most of the headshots were theirs. Yeah, I taught my little kids to be psycho killers. Isn't that a fucking amazing? Got 9.5 thousand likes for this. And it's like Cody Johnson, my real life cousin, says, Are you going to shoot people after they leave the hospital they can finally go to? Yep. We're going to murder everybody. Trump's not president anymore. Yeah, America. That's the American way, isn't it? We're not traitors at all. If a new president gets democratically elected, we're going to murder everybody? Yeah, but holy shit, man. How is this guy still on fucking Twitter? 
If somebody said this about Donald Trump, the Secret Service would be at their house questioning them. There's no fucking doubt about it, man. This is crazy. Yep, this person said, if I tweeted a pic of myself holding a bullet-riddled target and saying I am training in case Trump wins again, the FBI would be at my door. They absolutely would. But there is a double standard to all of this, of course. An obvious fucking double standard. And it's hard to believe this is real, folks. I had to check to see if this is real, but it's real. Finally, I had the opportunity to sit down with Dick Cheney. Video coming next week. Being a gay married man who's pro... Maybe this is not real. Is this real? Oh, no, I guess this is not real. Never mind. I thought this was real. This is so. so this is something that, that Dave Rubin would say, so it, I just assumed it was real. But I just fact-checked myself live, so I'm not going to share bullshit. So never mind. Cancel me for sharing bullshit. But you guys see uh, Papa John's new video? Uh, the guy formerly known as Papa John's, he don't look like he's doing well. The dude is not healthy. Uh, he got the meat sweats and looking insane as fuck. This is Trump supporter Papa John. Oh, God. What's wrong, dude? Seriously. Let's listen. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Get the fuck Living out. currently in Mark Shapiro should be in jail. He has no pizza experience. He's never been in the pizza category. I would just say stay tuned. The day of reckoning will come. The record will be straight. Why not set the record straight down? I mean, what is it about the record that's not straight? <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> he looks like he's eaten 40 pizzas in 30 days. This guy is going to drop dead any fucking second. As Craig T. Nelson says, Papa John is clearly on what we call the Elvis life trajectory, where you rule the world for a decade or two and then turn into a disgusting, sweaty monster who gets winded from watching sports. And that's exactly what it is. Holy God, dude. Not looking good. And this is an old joke, but it's solid. Papa John looks like the guy in a zombie movie that gets bit and tries to hide it from the rest of the group. And yep, he does look like that. I'm fine, man. I'm fine. This is a, a tattoo I had of a bite. Nope, I'm totally... <laughs> yep. Brains. Heard brains taste like pizza. And uh, it's funny. Talking about the Chick-fil-A thing. This is exactly true. Back when uh, the liberals were saying they didn't want to eat at Chick-fil-A anymore because Chick-fil-A was supporting anti-gay uh, charities. All things heard is like, cancel culture! Oh my god, cancel culture! The intolerant authoritarian left! They just love to cancel it. Now that they've all canceled Chick-fil-A, now it's just fucking free speech. Now Ted Cruz says, if true, Chick-fil-A has badly lost its way. Millions of Christians have been proud of Chick-fil-A's courageous stand for religious liberty. To fund those who hate our customers is just sad. Yep. Now that you're canceling Chick-fil-A, no, it's not cancel culture anymore. It's only cancel culture when the fucking left does it. It's a fucking double standard. A total fucking double standard. And, you know, they're all in on it, right? Charlie Kirk, Chick-fil-A betrayed us! Oh my god! Chick-fil-A betrayed us! You're definitely not snowflakes. This is definitely not cancel culture at all, right? And uh, But even Mark Dice is making Charlie Kirk look good. Mark Dice is like, Charlie! You support same-sex couples adopting children. How evil. Just leave them in the fucking orphanage. Just leave them without parents. They're much better off being orphans in the orphanage than being with gay parents who love them. You evil Charlie Kirk. You have betrayed Christians and the poor kids being subjected to such abuse. Even worse, you have influence over thousands of college kids who see you as a leader. No more Charlie Kirk. Well, there you go. The right just canceled Charlie Kirk. Why is this not cancel culture? What's the difference? 
What's the difference in Mark Dice saying this to Charlie Kirk and what people said at ContraPoints? Nothing. It's nothing. It's just the fact that there's a double set of standards that certain people, even on the left, like to spread and pretend the left is worse at this than the right is, but they're not. It's all the same shit, and it's just one-sided nonsense in order to be a cousin to attack the left with while they get the right of pass. The same grift that's been used by anti-SCWs for years and years, and it's really sad to see the uh, people that are supposedly on the left helping them spread this bullshit. And, uh, like, I don't know what's wrong with Bill O'Reilly's dog, but holy shit, that dog needs prayers and a lawyer. What is, what is happening? Oh my God, this dog is terrified of Bill O'Reilly. Somebody call fucking animal control stats. Poor doggy. I'll adopt this doggy. Seriously, I want this doggy. This doggy needs to be with me and not fucking Bill O'Reilly. Poor fucking dog, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to that dog. Poor doggo. And, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Hassan Piker, ugly ass Hassan Piker, the dog boy of communism, hideous Hassan Piker, got in a little bit of trouble from the left. Um, and this is a Claudia who I have problems with because of her sycophantic defense continuously of shoe on head. But just thought I'd post this. Not that I agree with her here. We're just going to discuss this because I think this is a teachable moment. I think this is a teachable moment for everybody. I think even Hassan Piker learned some teachable moments. And I learned some lessons myself from this that we're going to discuss. So um, she's like, amazing to see all these supposed far-left communists and socialists defending a well-off Twitch streamer not paying his fucking workers because, well, the guy should have said he wanted money when it was pretty obvious from the logs. Wow, you guys sound like Ben Shapiro. And then uh, Hassan Piker fired back in some sort of cringy ways. I don't think his response was all that great. It sounded a little butthurt. So basically what happened was there's a uh, Reddit thread that explained this whole thing. So anyway, long story short, this guy contacted Hassan Piker and he said, Hassan, I heard you say you were looking for an editor and I would like to apply for the job of being your editor, and so I'm going to edit a few of your videos or whatnot. Could you check them out and see what you think? And So Hassan Piker actually used some of these guys' videos and put them on his channel, and uh, he got over 300,000 views on these videos, but he didn't pay the guy, apparently, and he kind of blew the guy off and didn't talk to the guy. And so the guy got mad and thought he was being exploited, um, which... In a way, he sort of was, especially from the rhetoric that Hassan Piker uses. You know, Hassan Piker is a communist, and they believe in uh, not exploiting other people's labor. You know, the whole point of capitalism, capitalism is all about capitalizing on the labor, labor of other people. And uh, communism doesn't believe in that. Communism believes that you should pay somebody exactly 100% of what their labor is worth. So if somebody works for you like this for free and you make money off of it, you're exploiting their labor, which goes completely against everything Hassan Biker preaches, right? Um, so he did, in a way. He did exploit this guy's labor from the communist standpoint because if you get over 300,000 views on a video, you're going to make some money off of that. Maybe not a ton, but some money off that. And, and obviously some people that see that are going to be attracted to your material they saw on YouTube or wherever the fuck this was put. And they're going to go to his Twitch and they're going to subscribe to him, which uh, subscriptions on Twitch actually give them money. It's, it's different than YouTube. Uh, you have to pay to be a subscriber on Twitch. And uh, they give him tokens or whatever it is, which is like the, the Twitch's version of Super Chats or whatever. I don't know how that fucking shit works. But anyway, no doubt that he made some money off this guy's labor without paying him for it. So from, 
you know, from the, the perspective that he preaches about, it is an exploitation of labor. Now, I can also see it from Hassan's standpoint. He probably didn't even think about it like that. He's probably like, well, this guy is just a fan of mine, and he wants to edit videos. And if he wants to edit my videos for free, sure, I'll take him up and put on my fucking page, you know. And it's no real big deal. And then I think after this guy came to him and explained to him that he felt used by Hassan, Hassan did pay him. Um, so I do understand both sides of it. And I think that Hassan might have learned a lesson um, from this. I, I can only assume. Uh, even my friend Tim Poole was all mad at Hassan for this. So maybe this is a bigger deal than I think it is. Um, but I actually learned some valuable lessons myself about this, about uh, how I, I'm going to be more careful in the future to try to pay the people that do editing for me more. Not that I get a lot of editing done for me. Um, I do try to pay. Like one of the main people that uh, supports the show and helps me out is uh, Catalina, who is my moderator. And uh, we have this thing where I kind of buy her games and stuff um, to try to pay her back. But uh, if she... She does a great job moderating for me and, and spamming my uh, channel with how you guys can support me and stuff. So I'm going to try to start supporting her more. Because even though I'm not making a lot of money, you need to so financially support the people who are putting their time and energy into helping you make more, more money more money, and be more popular. Um, so I'm going to start doing that. And like the guy that made uh, my little uh, – I don't have it. Yeah, but here it is. These pictures here, especially this one, uh, really good artist. And we agreed he would do this picture. I think we agreed that he'd do it for like 50 bucks, which was a bargain. Um, and then after I already paid him and I started using his logo and whatnot, I decided that, you know, even though he only asked for 50 bucks, that wasn't enough because I really liked the logo. And I think his labor is worth more than that. So we, I went back and I paid him another 50, I think. I paid him double what he asked for. Uh, and it was actually Vadim, Vadim Newquist, who brought this to my attention that I should be more uh, considerate of the worth of his labor and pay him more. So thank you for that, Vadim. You kind of uh, woke me up to that thought more. And I think, like I said, I think there's a teachable moment for everybody on how we should do our best to pay these uh, independent artists more. And so, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on doing that. I have somebody right now that just contacted me that is uh that may be working on helping me edit these podcasts down into shorter clips. I'm gonna start trying to post shorter clips. We're gonna see how it goes. I'm so picky about what I get put on my channel. It's 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 hard to say, but uh, I, but if they do, I, you know, I'm gonna try to be fair to everybody, and I, I'm gonna try to learn my lesson about this. So anyway, hopefully everybody kind of learns a lesson from this. Hopefully it's a teachable moment. I don't know if you guys are mad at Hassan about that or not. See, a lot of people out there are. A lot of people don't think it's a big deal. So, anyway, let's see what you guys have to say about this in the chat. Uh, big up for Catalina. Yep, Catalina's awesome. Been a great supporter, and I really appreciate all her work. Um, real capitalism is anarchy. Anarchy! Yeah, I've had some high-level conversations with people about that. I guess it depends on what you mean by anarchy. Uh, I guess if you mean, like, uh, Noam Chomsky's version of anarchy where every power structure has to legitimize, has to basically uh, justify itself or else it's illegitimate. I can understand that, that part of anarchy. Some people mean anarchy to mean like no government whatsoever or, you know, a free for all. That's not the kind of anarchy that I would agree with, but the, but, but the Noam Chomsky version I agree with. So isn't Destiny right-wing scum? I think Destiny is more of a centrist in my opinion, but I'm not like an expert on that anywhere. Anyway, uh, what you guys have to say. My friend Temple, this phrase I never thought I'd hear Dusty say. Well, obviously, that's a joke when I say my friend Temple. Friend of the show, Temple. 
That's a joke. We're clearly not friends with Temple. Fuck that guy. The sign isn't a communist, Dusty. Well, whatever, socialist. He calls everybody comrades. Uh, you know. I know. But when you, you when you start using the uh, the communist lingo, that kind of leans sort of over to the commie size. You know what I'm saying. Socialist. Whatever you want to call it. Um, he has a really cute dog, not going to lie. Yeah, it has a cute dog Bill O'Reilly has, for sure. And even I called myself a communist in the last show. And I'm not actually a communist. I just said that. That's just kind of a, you know, a turn of phrase for dirty commies. Because um, that's what, like, in, in America, when you're like a socialist or more socialist, even when you're like a Democrat or a social Democrat, which is not even socialism, it's a form of capitalism, you're still called a commie, you know. So anyway, uh, Destiny's a neoliberal. All right, I understand that. Can I moderate two Dusty been a fan since 2011? I'd have to get to know you first, but maybe if you come to the chat more often and I get to know you and trust you, I'll uh, be more comfortable making you a uh, a moderator. All right, let's check the super chats before we move on. Super chats. What is Eminence Grise? This better not be porn because I don't know what this is. Guess better not get me with the fucking clever porn references. Paste and go. Yeah, Google search it. A person who exercises powers or influence in a certain sphere without holding an official position. All right. Well, I'm not that, I guess. I have official positions about shit. I'm pretty loud mouth about my shit. That's for sure. Close that down. Boom. Thank you for that, Super Chat. Appreciate it. The sign is garbage. Do you see the BS he tries to pull with Destiny all the time? Yeah, I saw that he was pointing out Destiny was, uh, what was it? Something. I can't remember what it was. I saw their drama a long time ago. It's all played out, though. Appreciate that, Nuberific. Genie Roo, $2. Chick-fil-A is still donating to charities. Yeah, they are. They didn't even, like, stop doing it. So even that's bullshit. So they'll probably get, uh, get all their Christian supporters back now. They're anti-gay again. Papa John Pizza's blows. Yeah, I haven't had a Papa John's Pizza in a long time. Even though I don't have one around here. But uh, it's very saucy. Always enjoy your show, Dusty. Keep it up. I will. Rob Childs. Appreciate that. Thank you for the $5. Um, it's just basic info on taxes. Did you know that a person can give a gift of around $11,000 will be subject to a tax for the 2019 tax year? Good to know. I wish I had $11,000 to give somebody. I ain't even that close to that. Appreciate that. And uh, Nuberific, give me $10. Thank you, Nuberific. My brother saw your podcast where you were making fun of Roman Millennial. My brother was like, what the fuck? Her show's called Pseudo Intellectual. Is this a joke? Is she a troll? If only I told him she's for real. I, like, I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to be. I guess it's supposed to be a joke, but at the same time, she is a pseudo intellectual. So it's a bit on the nose to be a joke. So I don't know if she don't really know what that means or she's just trying to be clever or what, but cringe in my opinion. See how much time we got left. Got about uh, 40 minutes left. 35 minutes left. All right. Making good time. Three billionaires are running for the presidency, and they're all fucking buy, trying to buy the presidency. This is how democracy works in this country. The three billionaires running for president have collectively spent about two-thirds of all ad dollars so far. That dynamic is in clear contrast with Sanders, Warren, who reject high-money fundraisers, criticize the wealthy, and fuel camps on small donor dollar donors. I know it's it's so hard for... Like this, it's so hard for like people who are actually against the status quo, who are actually against the billionaire class, 
to win the presidency in this country because you can literally just buy the elections because the Supreme Court has ruled that money is free speech and that so they can spend unlimited amounts of money. But that's definitely not how it should work. If money is free speech, then that means the rich have more free speech than the rest of us, doesn't it? Isn't that how it works? And they do. Bloomberg spent $35 million. I mean, Trump spent $33 million. They're just buying the fucking elections. That's why we have to get money out of politics. It should be fucking illegal to do this, in my opinion. We should start putting motherfuckers in jail for this. But, you know, they have the Supreme Court stacked now with Republican justices in there. So it'll never be fucking overturned. Our democracy is illegitimate at this point, folks. Like, at some point, there's going to be rioting in the streets because it's so fucking illegitimate. You know, even beyond just how illegitimate the Electoral College makes it, the fact that a certain number of people have uh, a vote that counts more simply because of the geography they live in, it's even beyond that. Rich people just straight up buy this bullshit, right? And, and you can brainwash people with advertisements because most voters in this country are not educated. They will swing on a dime if they see an ad on TV or online that, you know, makes them hate the other guys. So it's, Ill- it's completely illegitimate. Our democracy is illegitimate at this point. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to have to happen in this, in this country, folks. It seems like eventually we're going to have to start marching in the streets like other countries do until we have some kind of robust social change where they, I don't know. I I don't know what the answer is. I don't foresee it ever changing, to be honest with you. I don't know how it's going to change. You know, I'm just, I'm frustrated with it, to be honest with you. And uh, look, if you go on Fox News and you don't do this, fuck you. Especially if you go on Fox News friendly. But but, but regardless, even if you go on as as an adversary to Fox News, you should always be like this fucking hero. This is what every person who has any integrity whatsoever who goes on Fox News should do. Obama, let's be honest, is one of the only people who could unite the party's warring factions. Dr. Carlson with a bold prediction saying Michelle Obama just may be the Democratic ticket next year, despite the former First Lady saying she's not interested. Michael Blake, Vice Chair of the DNC and a New York State Assemblyman. How you doing, Mike? Nice to see you, sir. What do you think of the prediction on Michelle Obama? Would Uh, you like to see that? Well, she's not running, but the the core question is, why the hell does Tucker Carlson still have a job here in the first place? Uh, The reality is this is someone who said white supremacy is a hoax. Uh, and why does Fox allow him to still be here in okay. the first place? All right. Well, I mean, his opinion there is that Michelle Obama may get in this race. Do you think that will happen or it's do not you gonna, not going to happen? Not, not going to happen. But I think the, the core question is he shouldn't be on here at I all. I got it. We didn't bring you on to talk about Tucker Carlson. <laughs> I brought you on to talk about the Democratic. We didn't bring you on here to tell the fucking truth and make Tucker Carlson look bad. Well, who gives a shit what you might be on here for? We brought you on here to say what we wanted you to say. Don't fucking stray outside the lines. Well, fuck you then. What happened to free speech? I'm supposed to say whatever the fuck I want to say. Cowardly, cowardly custards. Can't cut the mustard. But yep. Hero status. Thank you, dude. Every fucking body should goddamn do that when they're on Fox News. Hold these goddamn people accountable. And uh, funny, funny, funny. Kim Kardashian's starting to change her ways now. She's starting to realize how lucrative the uh, Christian grift is. She's like, her next fashion statement, dressing like sexy. I have kind of had a, this awakening in myself. Yeah, Kanye gave you that fucking awakening. Showed you where the new money is. Already made my big grift off sexualizing women, off sex tapes and whatnot. So now we're going to, now that I'm getting into my 40s, now let's do the Christian grift. 
let's be a hypocrite and go against everything I stood for. And this is definitely them in fucking 10 years. Pastor Kanye and Kim, they're going to be chubby and fat as fuck. Televangelists, that's basically what they already are, but, but you'll see them blow up, I guarantee you. And uh, fuck you, Kardashians. Part of the problem in the world if you support the Kardashians. Fuck you, too. And this is the kind of thing you can pretty much only see in the South. Probably Mississippi somewhere, but she got kicked out of the car, and then she gets up. She's like, fuck you. I will kick your ass, motherfucker. I will. And don't just hang out the door when the guy can just drive off, and you're going to fall out of the fucking street. He's going to run over you, girl. What's wrong with you? Classic. Hopefully, hopefully she's okay. But still, don't like hold your door open and kick a guy while he's fucking driving a car. What do you think's going to happen? Seriously. And uh, more examples of racism. This happened in Atlanta, apparently, where this uh, white lady just coming out and harassing this UPS driver for no reason. It's like, what are you doing here? He's got all these packages. He's wearing a UPS shirt. The fuck you think he's doing there? Working while black. That's what it's come to. And what's important about this is uh, watch her at the end where she starts lying about the guy. Uh, where the other guy walks up and she starts claiming that the guy is cussing her out and harassing her. And it, that's why you have to film these people because they'll lie about you to try to get out of it. And now you, you were filmed. It was seen that he did not treat you like that. You were the one harassing him. You fucking liar. Name and shame this horrible human being, in my opinion. Give me somebody's information to check up on you because I don't understand why you're walking around this neighborhood this is crazy. with a bunch of packages. This is what I be talking about. <laughs> These folks be bothering me like... I'm not, I'm not bothering you. So why would I complain to UPS that you're looking very suspicious and making me nervous? What? I live in this home. I'm making you nervous? Yes, yes absolutely. Because This I don't, is crazy. You absolutely are making this, me nervous. This is crazy. Because, no, let me tell you why. You know yeah, why? tell me why. My car has already been broken into twice. Yeah. And guess what? Yeah. It's a really big thing in this neighborhood for people to walk down the street for vandalism. Yeah. So, but I, 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 I don't even live over here, lady. I'm not giving you shit. I need you to give me your name. I'm not giving you shit. Then we're going to stand here for a while, aren't we? Man, stay in my ass. Then I'll be following you until I get Damn, this lady is crazy, yo. Like I said, you look very suspicious. I'm trying to tell you. Man, get you need to at least be able to like, tell people who you work for. Man, I have the I have jacket on. She's smoking yes. crap. And we'll talk to the what the fuck? What? It's not funny, but it's just. Lady, you smoking good crap. Well, it's, it's funny, but sad, too. What the fuck? Wow, that's crazy. This lady is taking pictures of me and recording me like she it's all the tripping like I work for UPS. This shit crazy, man. See how these folks do me out here, y'all. That shit crazy. This lady is crazy. Wow. That's crazy. Call the police. He was being a jerk to me. He was cussing me out. Literally working while black now. Holy shit, man. It's just no it's no wonder black people are so exhausted in society, right? It's no wonder they don't feel like they're a real part of the society. I wouldn't either, man. I would be mad too. It's just outrageous. Out fucking outrageous. Calling the cops because a UPS worker is black. Seriously, seriously sad. And uh 
Some kind of scary shit. A Moscow farm has decided to equip its cows with VR glasses in order to relax and feel happier. A calm environment leads to an increase in milk yield. So the cows are given a VR headset displaying summer veils. It's literally the plot of the Matrix. It is. It's the cow Matrix. I don't know if this really works or not, but I mean, I guess it makes the cows happier. I'm all for it. But at the same time, it makes me not want to drink milk anymore. I really got to become a vegan. Get off the fucking milk because this shit's scary. Poor cows. Have to resort to these fucking tactics and whatnot. And I don't know if you guys have heard, but uh, Obama came out. Wait, there was a story that came out recently that said Obama was pretty much going to stay out of the election unless Bernie Sanders was going to win. And then he was going to jump in to stop Bernie Sanders because, oh my God, evil Bernie Sanders. You're going to have to stop Bernie Sanders. And here's the difference. Uh, Trump in 2019, I will step up to stop Bernie Sanders if necessary. Here's, here's him with Bernie Sanders back in 2006. Completely different Obama. That we can overcome that cynicism. That when ordinary people decide that they want a different future for themselves and for their children and for their grandchildren, and they come together and work at a grassroots level, then it doesn't matter how much money is spent. It doesn't matter what the powers and principalities say. In fact, we can bring about a change. That's what this election is going to be about. And that's why I want to make sure that everybody is as enthusiastic as I am about making sure that these guys end up in Washington where they can keep on stirring up some trouble. Yeah, he real enthusiastic about it in 2006. Well, what's changed in 2019? Well, he just bought a $15 million new house. That's what changed. His wife is out there buddy-buddy with George Bush. A war criminal. That's what's changed. They're so worried that accountability is going to come for them next. The fucking sellout Obama has become is so goddamn disappointing. What a fucking disappointment, dude. We see right through you, Obama. We see right through what the fuck you're doing, dude. It's class solidarity. He's a rich asshole now, so gotta protect that money. Oh, no, they gonna come after my millions? Oh, no, gotta fucking stop that any way I can. Yeah, fuck Obama. Thanks, Obama. All right, let me read the chats real quick. Continue on with the show. What you guys gotta say about that? Neoliberal hack, I know, right? So distressed. The Mootrix, that's pretty funny. The Mootrix. Everybody telling the same joke. Where'd you hear that joke? Are you guys all making up that joke at the same time? That's pretty funny if it is. Uh, oh my God, I get more and more disgusted by YouTube people. I know. It's depressing. Imagine me. I have to fucking plug into this shit every fucking day of my life. I gotta smoke so much weed just to get by. Uh, what the fuck is wrong with middle-aged white women? They're so scared of black people. It's just crazy, man. Hey, white people, you know that you're like way more likely to be killed by a white person, right? Just saying. Uh, damn, that lady's a few French fries short of half now. I know, right? Should put her ass in jail for following a false report for fucking racism. Put her in jail! Yep, Obama went off the deep end. Exactly. Sad to see. Just bought a $14 million property at a private beach. Yep. They got those bucks now. Got those Obama bucks. Scared as fuck of Bernie Sanders. And you should be. Be very afraid. I say that, but probably nothing's going to happen. Probably Joe Biden's going to be president. It'll be the status quo as usual. Everything will continue as normal. Americans will continue to die from lack of health care. It's just, it's just sad. But that's America for you. It's not a great country. We are not great. Um, money corrupts people. This is why term limits didn't exist. Exactly. Sad to see. That's why I'm kind of glad I'm not a millionaire. I bet I'd be a fucking asshole. I was a millionaire. I was an asshole when I was a millionaire. Big ol' asshole. Remember, I used to, <laughs> when I was a millionaire, back in the day, I used to have this uh, $50,000 BMW Z3 Roadster. 
and I used to ride around with the top off, and I used to be playing like Christian music at the top of the fucking dial just to show people, look how good God is to me. God allows me to drive this fucking badass sports car around. I'm going to show you how pious and good I am by being rich. I used to play, my God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above. Like literally the least Christian thing in the fucking world. What a goddamn tool bag I was. Probably still a tool bag, but I'm a different type of tool bag at least. So at least I'm evolving my tool bag ways slightly. Hit that thumbs up. Show it off. Thank you, Catalina. Appreciate that. All right, let's see what the super chance I have to say. Then we'll continue on with the show. Continue on with the show. What did I click on? Super chats, please. All right. Kathy H, give me 299. Thank you, Kathy H. You rock. Uh, Modelson, 558, 499. Second try. Use this to get Kitty some treats. Keep up the good work. I will. I'll buy him some good fucking Christmas presents. The new one is uh, sleeping over there on my speaker. So fucking cute. No, I'm around. I would wake them all up, but they're all like sleeping right now. And if I wake them up, they're going to uh, jump on shit. So I'm going to leave them alone for now. Um, candidate should get to have a set amount to spend. No more. Get rid of the EC. Second party system need to go. Yep, exactly. The government needs to provide some kind of uh, funds, a limited amount of money, and then also outside private citizens can't spend money on elections to buy elections. That should be the fuck. It's obvious. That's obvious how it should be done. But of course, we live in a capitalistic society where the rich people just buy up our politicians and the politicians put in people in the Supreme Court that will do what the rich people want them to do. And so next thing you know, money is free speech. A few people have all the fucking power in this country. It's an oligarchy. And uh, I don't know how to change it. Rioting in the street, I guess. I don't know. Nonviolent rioting that exists. <laughs> so anyway, next up, we're going to talk about uh, Onision. Who I'm not like. All I know is this guy's a fucking tool bag, right? I'm not real, real familiar with him. But holy shit, this just is annoying prick. So apparently, uh, he was doxing somebody and he got his Patreon pulled. He had like over 500 patrons, which, you know, good bet. I only had like 100, 124, so... That's probably a good chunk of his change got taken away. So he made this video about it where he's freaking out. And I, I know like half of this is probably real and half of this is him acting. He's not really a good actor. But uh, a lot of people have been making fun of him for this video. And I know, like I said, I know he is just, I don't know, mostly acting. But at the same time, it's still cringe as fuck. So let's watch. So you guys are so into yourselves. Like you are so committed to censoring innocent people that you're just gonna go and try to get my Patreon deleted now. Oh, you have an opinion of me, so you're just gonna try and ruin my entire career. Really, is that what you're going to do? Oh, I'm sorry, the FBI never showed up. Oh, I'm sorry, the cops are all about Onion Boy because turns out, didn't break a single law. So what do we do? Oh, well, our opinions have been invalidated so many times of him that we're gonna disable his Patreon. Wow. Wow, you would really do that. You would really do that! You tried to do the FBI. Didn't work. You tried to do the police. Didn't work. So instead... You resorts to the paycheck, and you got it! You got it! All my patrons have been deleted! Are you happy? No! Like, this dude, he's just trying so hard to give out this Joker vibe, but it's just cringe as fuck, you know? I know you're acting, but, oh my god, lame as shit! And, uh... 
This age beautifully. Yep. 2019 is going to be the best year of my life. Doubt that shit. Just lost all your patrons. Not amazing for Onision. Not amazing, but that is a tool bag, so like, not don't feel too bad for him. Hard to feel bad for that motherfucker. Uh, you ever been so drunk that you wanted to fuck a reindeer? I don't know, come to our bar, folks, and you might get so drunk you consider bestiality. Hell yeah, bestiality is the best. Put your reindeer to the test. You go, Santa. Get that reindeer pussy. And I guess this is uh, Rudolph. Apparently Rudolph is a chick. Got that red nose. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. Got some nice titties. All right, and uh, next up. This tweet went viral. Everybody's sucking Tesla's dick for this uh, this truck they got coming out, which is all right, you know. Uh, if you bet against Tesla, you are betting against the progress of the human race. This is Tesla's Cybertruck. Compared to the cost of the competitor, the electric Rivian, which costs twice as much. And they've got 236000 for this tweet that says, This tweet is such a great example of how companies like Tesla actively shape and limit our ability to imagine the future. Instead of extensive high-speed rail networks and walkable cities, this Twitter user is imagining a future where we must decide between these two stupid trucks. And I know, right? We should definitely have a better system than this. We should have like automated cars that drive around and pick us up with other people and take us to our locations and then pick us up and take us back instead of, you know, having to choose between this two bullshit capitalistic uh, consumer choices. So I agree with that, even though like if I were given this truck for free, I would take it. But I definitely ain't paying for a fucking truck, right? Not that I could afford to pay for that truck. And uh, Man, I tell you what, here's a, here's a picture of Robert De Niro. On the set of The Irishman. Look at his shoes, man. Look at his shoes. This reminds me of me when I was in Denver with my little uh, tall shoes walking around. My tall shoes weren't this bad, but they were pretty bad. I think back to everybody that must have noticed my tall shoes and thought, holy shit, that's a little short motherfucker who is not comfortable enough with himself just to be himself. Take those shoes off, you little short bitch. But I know why he has them on. Obviously, he has them on because he has to be taller than this people because his character is supposed to be taller. But anyway embarrassing to think about my cringe ass in Denver, but it's all right. I'm feeling much better now. And I watched The Irishman, $160 million Netflix movie, three and a half hours long, Martin Scorsese, and uh, it was long. It got like a 9.1 on IMDb. Everybody's saying what a genius level masterpiece it is. And I'm like, I thought it was okay, but it was a little bit long to me in my opinion. But the weird thing is like everybody on the movie is... CGI, even though they don't look like they've been CGI'd, they CGI their face to make them look younger and shit. And some of you can kind of tell, it's kind of creepy looking every once in a while. But uh, everybody's like, oh man, revolutionary de-aging effects. And I'm like, nah, just get younger people, that's creepy. But anyway, that's the future. You can have old actors play young actors. Deep fakes, you're going to be a hell of a thing for too long. Let's see, 15 more minutes. We're going to finish up here pretty quick. going to finish up early tonight. Um... You guys remember when these two lesbians were attacked on a bus and everybody was, not, not everybody, but a lot of the conservatives were doubting their story. They're like, I, I don't really believe, I'm not sure. I'm not sure they're actually telling the truth about what happened by claiming that they were attacked for being lesbians. Wait till the video comes out. Well, the video's been released and, uh, yep, they were attacked by these utes. These utes attacked them because uh, they were asking them to kiss and then they were throwing money at them to try to make them kiss and they started beating on them. So, uh, that's the world for you folks. You wonder why we still need gay rights. You wonder why we still need gay pride. 
Gay people are fighting for their civil rights because shit like this is still happening in 2019. People being beaten up because they refuse to kiss on the bus by punk-ass kids. And, of course, it shows over here the kids were, like, making sexual gestures at them. Do some scissoring! Are you guys scissoring? It's fucking South Park loser rejects. I think that's what lesbianism is all about. You're here for my pleasure. You need to imagine you hot lesbians having sex. And if you don't do what we say, we're going to punch you. Yeah, fuck everything about this. Put these motherfuckers under the jail. Make an example out of these goddamn pieces of shit. In my opinion. And, uh... Did you guys Should hear we get about... to this thing where... Yeah, we're going to get to it. Did you guys hear about goddamn Sam Harris? Huge disappointment, Sam Harris. I used to be like a fucking huge, uh... Okay, you could fuck off. Used to be a huge fan of Sam Harris. Sort of. Not a huge fan. Sort of a fan of Sam Harris. But he's just become a big fucking disappointment. But anyway... Uh, him and Eric Weinstein, these two cowardly motherfuckers, got on their podcast and started talking shit about Sam Cedar and making up excuses on why they're too chicken shit to debate him. They called him a fucking psychopath and said he doesn't act in good faith. God damn it, this is so fucking cowardly. And then they both admit, I'm not going to play the whole thing, this is six minutes long, I'm just going to tell you what he said. But then they both admit, both Sam Harris and Eric Weinstein admit that they've only watched about 20 minutes total of Sam Cedar. And from that 20 minutes they've watched, they've uh, decided he's a psychopath who acts in bad faith and is not worth debating. No, you guys are just fucking chicken shit. That's all it's about. You don't want to be held responsible for the bullshit you're spreading. You know he's going to whoop that ass, and you're running scared. And anybody who's fans of yours who believes your bullshit about Sam Cedar being unstable, a psychopath, it's just, you know, it's just sad. How can you believe that? If you know anything about Sam Cedar, these guys are just chicken shit as fuck. Sam Harris, such a disappointment. Trust fund kid. Sam Harris's mom invented Golden Girls, that really fucking popular show, and he's always been fucking rich. He's out of fucking touch, and just, just chicken shit. They claim to be such intellectuals, this intellectual dark web. They claim to be all about debate, the marketplace of ideas, but they fucking run from any kind of real debate every fucking chance they get because they're not actually about that at all. They're about fucking an echo chamber where they all go to each other's show in a loop repeatedly, you know? Oh, this week, Jordan Peterson's going to be on Dave Rubin's show. Hey, this week, David Rubin's going to be on Jordan Peterson's show. Hey, this week, Eric Weinstein and Jordan Peterson going to be David Rubin's show. Recycle, recycle, recycle. And look, hey, we're all about debate, aren't we? No. You're about a circle jerk. That's all the fuck you motherfuckers about. Intellectual dark web, so goddamn cringe. And last chance to get into your super chats if you want to, if you're able to. I'm going to finish it up with these two palate cleansers. As always, we close the show with a little palate cleansers because uh, my show is depressing as fuck. Even though it's entertaining as shit, it is depressing because we cover a lot of real-life shit, and real life is depressing and bizarre. So here's a couple palate cleansers. Apparently, somebody photoshopped what it would look like if uh, Donald Trump's whole face was the same color as the color under his eyes. And uh, holy shit, terrifying! Good Lord, kill it with fire! What is that? What is that thing? He actually looks better orange. I never thought I would say that, but I understand now why Donald Trump uh, gives the fake spray tan on his face because otherwise he would look like uh, he's uh, in the cast of white chicks, right? It's like a black person putting on white face. Terrifying as shit. And we're going to finish it up with this heartwarming shit. This little monkey was injured and uh, they nursed it back to hell. And the family of the monkey followed the monkey all the way back to the animal shelter where they where they nursed back to hell, and they lived on the roof. And they released this monkey, and look, the monkey gets released up back to its family. 
He's like, hey, I'm back. I'm okay now. And like, run over and get it. Like, hey, you're back. Love you. And they all love. They hug. Oh, my God. So fucking cute. They're so happy to have their little baby back. Oh, my God. See, this is why I try not to eat meat, folks. Don't want to be too preachy, but this is why right here. You know, they have feelings. They're not very different from us. They really aren't. And I know it's natural, quote, unquote, natural to eat meat. But, you know, cyanide is natural, too. You know, rape is natural. We can overcome these ridiculous natural urges that I don't have rape urges, you know what I'm saying, but that some people have. You can overcome all that bullshit, right? You can overcome your need to want to eat meat. And there's lots of good vegetarian options out there. So, uh, I don't know. If you can switch at least a meal or two a week for a vegetarian option, consider doing that. It's better for everybody, right? So anyway, that's all I'm going to cover up tonight's show. Pretty solid show, if I do say so myself. Fucking killed it. Let me finish up by reading the super chats. Look up uh D Dear Gr Dear Grissom Economy, please. Alright. Let's see what the fuck this hard word that I can't pronounce is. How do you say that word? Dear Dear Dirigisme Economy. Is that even close? What is happening? Am I still in the air? Yep, still in the air. Um French for Deriger. Meaning to direct is an economic or economic doctrine in which the state plays a strong directive role as opposed to a merely regulatory role over a capitalist market economy. Yeah, that's what I sounds like I am. You know, I think that capitalism still think capitalism in a very limited way can have its benefits, but it has to be incredibly fucking directed and regulated, in my opinion, uh, to a much higher degree than it is right now. So uh, and I could be wrong about that. I'm open to discussion on that. Anyway, thank you for that. Appreciate that super chat. What else we got here? Sam Cedar, bad faith actor, but Dave Rubin isn't. I know, right? The the fucking universe these people live in. Talk about bad faith actors. That's a bad faith actor when you consider Sam Cedar more of a bad faith actor than Dave Rubin is. Uh, Sam Harris and Eric Weinstein are bad faith actors. Fuck those guys. Emma Rod and I'd wear those platforms just for fashion reasons. I know they are pretty cool, to be honest with you. Uh, the ones De Niro wore are cool because they're obvious platforms. When I was where were more to be hidden, but they were still obvious, which makes them sadder. Uh, screw Bloomberg. Hell yeah, fuck Bloomberg. Trying to buy the goddamn election. No billionaires. No more billionaires. Can I get a hell bonjour from Dusty? Is that a... How do you pronounce that? Bjornar? Hell bjornar. You're not making me hell Hitler or something, are you? I don't know what that means, but okay, I did it anyway. Thank you for that. Money out of politics 2020. Hell yeah. Definitely got to get that shit out of there, but, like, I don't think it's going to happen. So, uh, and Eric Morgan said it twice because it was so nice, and I agree twice. Captain H29, thank you that for that. Appreciate that. And White Trump looks like Pennywise, I know, right? We all float down here. Scary as fuck, but uh, I'd rather have him as Pennywise than as the President of the United States. It's even scarier as the President of the United States. And never really found out it's more money for Dusty because I spent light on Black Friday this year's. Congratsies, yep, only thing I bought this year was I bought my mom a new TV. She had a power surge in her house and uh, destroyed like her her oven and her television and everything, and she was all sad, so I bought her a nice 50-inch TV. I got a 50-inch TV for like $215, so holy shit, that, that shit's really dropped in price. So anyway, uh, really appreciate that. Thank you, Nuberific. And uh, let me check the regular chat real quick before we end the fucking show. What you guys got to see in the regular chat. Yep, like, subscribe. Leave a comment. If you haven't left a comment, leave a comment. If you're watching this on repeat instead of live, make sure you leave a comment because that's all goddamn YouTube cares about. Cotton Dusty, it's always the racists that keep the tannin bed industry going. 
Why do you think that is? I know, they want to be browner for some reason. Hmm, wonder why that is. They're ashamed of their whiteness. A Saturday 2020, Ariel Fernandez, hell yeah. I'm all for that. Thank you for that, Ariel Fernandez. Dusty could be a good Santa. I'm going to be a sexy Santa this year. I was just thinking about that. Getting me some uh, Santa uh, pajamas. Maybe wearing some Santa, put some sexy Santa pajamas on the show sometimes. So uh, we'll see. We'll see if I do that. I don't know. Ariel Fernandez on the 99 cents. Thank you, Ariel Fernandez. You guys fucking rock. Really appreciate that. Um, watch the Ken Ken and Ken Ken. Best show ever. Uh, okay. Second best show ever. Next to the podcast or the podcast. I'll get it right. Well, that is the fucking show, folks. I really appreciate you joining me. As always, patreon.com for Coastal Dusty. If you can support the show, a dollar or two, whatever you can afford. Most of it goes towards the fur babies, and it really helps, and merchandise and all that. There's links in the description to other ways you can support the show. And also, if you just want to listen to the audio version of the show, we're available on iTunes, on uh, SoundCloud. You can listen to us on Spotify. We're all over the place. I'm making it convenient for you guys to listen to the podcast however you want to, whenever you want to. So I really appreciate that, guys. I love you guys so much. Thank you for joining me. Hope you guys have a good week, and I will see you on, what's the day? Is it Friday? Yep, it's Friday. I'll see you on Monday. Only three days away. Love you guys. See you soon. I really appreciate it. Thanks for joining me. Good night, everybody. Logic. Fuck yes.